get your toe. Believe me. There are ways, dude. You don't want to know about it. Believe me. Until I get your toe by 3 o'clock this afternoon with nail polish. hear anything? Oh, good. Because <laughs> I just queefed big time. What up? Welcome back to Uncle Rod's Story Corner. I'm your host, Narado, a.k.a. Rod for short. Hope you're feeling good, hope you're looking good, hope you're smelling good out this motherfucker. Uh, your boy is fresh out of the shower, slathered and lathered in Bath and Body Works aromatherapy lotions and soaps. Your boy on cloud nine right now and in the rarest of forms, if I do say so myself. Uh, coming up for you on the show today, a lot of fun. Uh, Norm Report with my man Fade, uh, one of the biggest scumbags on Twitter. So that's a lot of fun. You should you should enjoy that. And of course, your comedian guest, I got my good friend Dave Yates in the building, man. One of the best comedians out there. One of the finest people to talk to and hang out with. Real good dude, man. Always a good time. Very nice. So... Stay tuned. All right, folks, welcome back to Uncle Rod's Story Corner. It is time for the Norm Report we talk to a normal person, a.k.a. a non-comedian. Once again this week, we're bringing to you one of the top-tier scumbags of Twitter. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I myself, you know, got my start as a Twitter scumbag, so I'd like to reach out to my fellow baggers out there. (laughs) Baggers is crazy. (laughs) I'd like to bring my fellow baggers on the show. You know, to, to to let the people around the world and the people who may not be on Twitter too heavy know what, what we got going on over there. So please welcome at Fade Quarter to the show. Fade, what's happening? Man, what's happening, bro? What's happening, man? Just wanted to let you know. You know, been listening to the show for a minute, so I appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I appreciate you being here, and I appreciate you listening. Yes, sir. Yes, now, sir. As as a top tier Twitter scumbag, <laughs> right off the bat, 
Go ahead and give me all the ad names of the girls you fucked from Twitter. Sure, I got a small list, man. <laughs> I got a small list, man. I ain't trying to get caught up in no type of shit. Man. That's uh that's that's the part of the Twitter uh heathenry I could never get down with. As everybody knows, uh I famously uh have been celibate since two thousand nine. Salute. And I, and I do not fox my followers, so <laughs> that's just the part hey, of Twitter man. that I could not get. I wouldn't let them, them bring me down to. <laughs> it's a hard game to play, man. You you log, Imagine you log onto an app every day and you see titties and coochie in your face <laughs> daily, hourly. And then you got the running notion of Titty Tuesday. Yeah. You got Wagon Wednesday. Yeah. You got Titty Thursday. They spin the block again. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> one, one more time on the, on the titties. <laughs> the, the sweet, a double sweep. That's what, like, the, the streets is hot with titties on Twitter. Exactly. They, they sweep it through like, on Tuesday and Thursday, them jump out boys. <laughs> <laughs> they be out here, yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, but, you know, just weeding your way through the app. You know, you meet some cool people, you see some stuff, but one rule, if you ever going to hop on Twitter, don't get caught up in them DMs because they will screenshot you. <laughs> they will screenshot you. Then you're going to be on the Jumbotron looking like an idiot. Don't do it, man. I'm Which is you. something I've never really understood. I mean, I've I've said it before. I said it again. What the, what the fuck is the nigga supposed to be DMing you about? Soup recipes? I mean... Exactly. He exactly. tried to fuck me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, what the fuck was he supposed to be doing? On Twitter, <laughs> you know, like, oh, let me uh, let me see. What, what's your favorite show? What's your favorite cover? <laughs> right. Well, you nobody got time for that man. shit. I just exactly, saw a picture man. of your titties. I ain't about to ask you how your day been. <laughs> I'm trying to see what size them titties is. Yeah, I'm talking about I'm trying to see what size <laughs> Shit is insanity. Yeah, man. You just showed me your ass. I'm supposed to DM you that I liked your shoes? No. <laughs> I'm about to be like, hey, sit, on sit on my face. Sit on my face, please. That's Sin. a good icebreaker, though. You know the, the women, they into the sneakers. So, you know, like, oh, I seen them J's you bought. That's a perfect sandwich, man. Can I, <laughs> man, I please have some coochie. I saw the 13's you bought. <laughs> they, hey, that, yeah, mention just, you know, <laughs> kill two birds with one stone. Exactly. Exactly, man. Nice can shoes. Can I eat your pussy? Together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. As long man. as you stay away from unsolicited dick pics, you all right with me. Yeah, I don't care what else you're saying. As long as you ain't just dropping dick pics. Niggas is weird with that shit, man. Like... Seeing that online, like, I'm, not the dicks, not the dicks, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, you casually in the conversation with a woman, y'all chopping it up, and then boom, oh, I thought you would like to see my dick, like, where did you think in your brain that was cool, <laughs> like, you talking to a woman, like, for the first 10 minutes, and damn, you just drop your dick right there in the DMs, <laughs> like, you... Some you got CTE like you got dropped in your head as a baby. <laughs> for real. Yeah, I don't like sending dick pics to girls who ask. I just I don't like oh, I just don't like dick pics. I mean that's understandable. Like not 
feeling comfortable, you know. I, it just makes it. It yeah. just seems like a very feminine thing to me. Like I don't. I mean, I don't think. I don't know if it's because I'm not attracted to men, but I don't think that <laughs> men are sexy. Like I just don't. Yeah. I don't think men can be sexy. Like I don't mean that in a traditional sense. Niggas can be handsome. I feel you that. know, niggas can look good, but yeah. I don't think men were built to be admired for their beauty. <laughs> I like I women. think women are works of art. Yeah, I want to see. I, I want to see that. your That's feet. Facts. I want to see your yeah. ankles. I want to yeah. see her shoulder blades. I don't think a nigga's supposed <laughs> to be looked at at all. I mean, I ain't never heard it. no nigga sending feet pics. So <laughs> I just I've don't, never heard. I just it. don't believe in the beauty of the male form. I think men are very utilitarian. Yeah, uh, I just like I mean, like even in sculpture, like the sculpture of David is supposed to be like the epitome of like male beauty. Yeah. And all I see is a nigga acting like a girl. Like I just don't. <laughs> It's just like put. Like, I don't care how chiseled you are. Just put put your body leaf. away. Yeah, with, 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 the, with, the, with the with the little dick on it. Yeah, with the <laughs> with the, with the micro penis popping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like you, you had to kill a fucking giant with a slingshot. The nigga walk around. <laughs> the nigga walk around with the cocktail weenie. You got to do something to impress the girls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I truly believe, man. If you you ain't even got to be exclusive with a woman, but if you if you just talking to a chick and she rocking with you like that and she calling you sexy, you know, she making you feel good about yourself and she like, let me see that dick. Okay. You know, oh, yeah, I'll show something. Yeah, show some skin. Please, yeah. by all means, if she asks for a dick pic, it is 100% okay to shoot her a dick pic. <laughs> but me sure, personally, man. I still don't feel comfortable. Like I'll do it, and then it's just like, don't ask me for another dick pic for like five months. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, want to take, it, I don't want to take pictures of my dick. Every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of wild. That's, that's I don't want to see that. That's the same reason yeah. I've had the same profile picture for like three years. Like I don't take pictures. I, that's for girls. That's normal. That's, that's normal. I, I'm rocking with you on that because you know, as a dude, yeah, I consider myself handsome, but. Me taking a picture every month just to show folks, random folks at that, right. what I look like, an updated picture, that's crazy to me. It should so, just don't it just don't it should just don't sit well in my soul, dog. I feel like yeah. popping selfies every five minutes and posting all these thoughts like that's some girl shit, man. Yeah. Let yeah, let I girls that. do that. You should not that shit just makes me it makes me feel disgusting. I just don't. Yeah. I get girls asking me that all the time about my profile picture and like you're handsome, you should change, you should post more pictures of just like I'm not a twelve year old girl. I ain't about to just be taking pictures of myself, man. That shit gross. And you sitting in the bathroom talking about what's the best angle. Right. <laughs> Changing the light and shit. Taking thirty six <laughs> pictures and picking one like I'm actually at a photo shoot. I know, right? Like, you got to scroll, scroll through your camera roll trying to figure out what's the best shot you took. <laughs> it's just, oh, a, it's wow, just a really odd thing with me because yeah. I'm the type of nigga that has shown his dick in a million different inappropriate places. <laughs> but I don't want to take a picture of it in my old bedroom to send it to somebody who asked to see it. That's but if we was in an Applebee's and you was like, pull your dick out of the table, I'd be like, here you go. <laughs> I'd be like, right there, boom. 
Right here next to the goddamn. You right up next to the appetizers. Here's the dick. That's crazy. But if you was like, send nah. me a picture of it, I'd be like, mm, no, thank you. Nah, man, but if you we was at your grandma's funeral and you was like, let me see your dick, I'd be like, right here. Right, boom. Right here next to the casket. Right. <laughs> 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 no, it's, hey, you asked to see my dick anywhere in this world except in the picture. Yeah, I'll uh, show it to her. I'll show it to her. Oh, God. <laughs> See, you might be worse. I think not. It ain't even no might. You are worse than me, bro. You're worse than me. <laughs> ain't no way I'm pulling my dick out at a funeral. I'm pulling it out, my nigga. Anywhere she want to see it except in the fucking SMS. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the text to be the one place you don't want to show it that's crazy the one place though it ain't about it getting to, out oh it ain't about God. her spreading around the people it's just it yeah. just don't feel right to me i just don't feel like as a man i'm supposed to be sexy like that don't admire so, me oh, like that <laughs> to each their own man. i feel Oh, man. How would you react if one of your nudes leaked on Twitter? <laughs> Dog, my heart would fucking drop out of my chest because I'm like, then again, I don't send news like that. So it's like, if one leak, I'm like, who in the fuck from 12 years ago got my picture? You know what I'm saying? Or, who did this? You know, it, it's wild. Uh, I'm. I consider myself a private person, you know, so when I'm sending shit like that, you know, I know who got it. <laughs> so it's going to be, I'm going to be taking some hoes to trial, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> Man. <laughs> For real, bro. <laughs> yeah, that just feels like like a clear violation you know what i mean like at that first crazy, like man. if you proud of your dick you might think nah that's cool but like nah, yeah, a- after like enough strangers hit you up about your dick well yeah, you just man. start seeing too many people talk about it who you never heard of you're like all right this ain't nah this shit ain't this ain't all right <laughs> man, i can't imagine logging on to the app and a whole bunch of strangers having a conversation about my penis man <laughs> Wit picks. <laughs> you got dudes talking about Oh no, nah, I can't believe he working with that. Niggas catfishing just... chicks with your dick. <laughs> crazy out here. <laughs> That's worse than being a meme. Oh my just, god. Motherfuckers just random niggas is out here in the universe catfishing chicks with your dick pick though. Man, like I said, at first it sounds like something to be proud of, but it's like, nah, that's not all right. Y'all got to stop sending my dick pic around. <laughs> you know, that's probably happened to somebody before. That's, can you can you truly imagine that, man? <laughs> like, wow. Like, like some girl, you know, texting you like, hey, um, this you, right? <laughs> like, uh... Yeah, didn't I send it to you like a year ago? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Uh, some dude just sent it to me <laughs> saying it was him. Like, what? <laughs> I'm both flattered and terrified. <laughs> like, More terrified. <laughs> like, I'm glad I'm packing something. Niggas is willing to show to other people and be like, that as me. 
But also, and what you the fuck? To lie, literally <laughs> lie on your dick. <laughs> Salute, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking uh, insane. Ain't <laughs> hey, this you? Oh god, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine what that would be like. Like the fuck you mean? Ain't that me? You damn right, it's me. What? Where'd you get that from? Some dude named Steve. Else. <laughs> Dude, they Steve just said to me when he said it was him. <laughs> like, what? I can't even imagine having that type of discourse because, like, bro, like, I would lose it. I'd be scared for my life that somebody out here willingly, willingly lied to a woman and was like, that's my dick. It's beautiful, ain't it? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> God. What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, put put niggas that send unsolicited dick pics, and especially niggas who put niggas who send fake dick pics in the same category. Put them niggas Thanks. under the jail. Under the lock them up. Put them in the supermax in Colorado. Nope. <laughs> them niggas on a twenty three and one. No parole. Full life nothing. out of the cell, one hour a day. <laughs> No sunlight. No contact with no other human beings. <laughs> Them niggas is the real freaks. And they but dangerous. you know, man, <laughs> with this whole, you know, just speaking on the internet in general, like, it's so much now that's became normal where 10 years ago, shit, five years ago, it would, you would have been looked at like, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah. Straight you know, up. What's your processing? <laughs> you know, I know I joke. You know I joke. <laughs> but I'll be damned if I really hop in the chick DM like, how creamy are you? <laughs> <That's insane. laughs> yeah. <laughs> like It takes a sick mind to do like, some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like you actually you you gotta you gotta make sure that you let folks know. These are just jokes, people. <laughs> I'm not actually a deviant outside of this app. You can talk to me like a normal person. We can have normal conversations. We can have normal discourse. I promise you, I'm not a fucking weirdo. I promise. It's a hard concept for a lot of people to grasp because they're being characters online. Yeah. So. Yeah. They don't, sure. they don't under, they don't understand that. <laughs> For sure. Like, like you got folks, you know, they just acting, they playing the character. They, uh, you know, they being, I guess who people want them to be, Yeah. which is wow. I am how I am on the app and off the app, whatever social media I choose to use right. as me, you know? So I love to laugh. I love to joke. I'm serious at times too, but it's like, Shit, I, I'm not a fucking weirdo, man. A lot of those people, they live those characters they play online, man. That shit means the world to them. Yeah. So they think it's weird when they meet yeah. you offline and, like, you chilling. Exactly. And they they want to talk about the same shit people be talking about on Twitter. Like, I don't want to talk about that shit. Like, bro, I, I, I just saw goddamn Luca score 40. I want to talk about that. Right. Yeah, I want to talk about Brian getting a triple double. I'm not. I'm not trying to talk about what happened on on Twitter for eight hours straight. 
<laughs> and to stroke your ego about whatever follower count you got. <laughs> shit is man. nuts. Yeah, man. I can't believe that shit been going on over a decade now. Like I've been it's, on I've been on yeah, Twitter man. for a decade now. <laughs> it feels so weird. It's a war zone, man. Like it can be. If you if you if 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 like if the Twitterverse means that much to you, yeah, then yeah, you could get into a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think niggas understand. You can just read it and swipe up. You yeah. don't have to respond. <laughs> you don't have to do any of that. But I think folks just want their input on every single thing that pops up. Oh yeah, that's, that's for people who like nobody. Nobody cares what they think offline. Yeah. So they just sure. always online talking. Don't have friends, man. Nobody so want to talk that. to their ass in real life. <laughs> That's a sad case, man. Like, it's imagine. It's been like that. <laughs> see, you 25 and you like, I ain't got no friends to talk to. <laughs> Can't imagine. I showed, I showed my dad something that was going on with Twitter one time a couple of years ago. Yeah. And he said, he said, you be careful with that. That shit, it <laughs> looked like it's filled with nothing but fuck niggas and hoes. <laughs> He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. See, the, the good thing about it is you can tell off rip. You can tell just how a person react to something, how a person interact with you. Yeah. You just tell, man, who, who a cool nigga, who weird, who do all the rah rah, you know? Cause you you got you got fake game members on there. You got niggas that's gonna act like they gonna shoot you if you crack a joke. Oh, it's God. like. It's crazy as hell, man. I'm it's like top I, guys on Twitter is the weirdest niggas. But on they the, the funniest. The planet. <laughs> they the funniest though. They, they funny as hell to me because you know you you talking all this tough shit, man. But then again, when somebody actually like pull up on you in real life, it's like, oh man, I was just playing. Right. I was just playing. Straight up. I ain't no. You know, I ain't no. Tough Twitter nigga. That's a weird ass title. Tough Twitter nigga. <laughs> <laughs> TTN. That's it. That's it. The tough Twitter niggas. <laughs> yeah, I'll but, the know, most whole it, shit available. Crazy, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I had a nigga do some shit like that to me one time ages ago on Twitter, and I just. I just stopped talking to that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck out of it. Like, I ain't about to beef with you on here. I ain't no damn middle school chick. Like, the fuck? You either gonna embarrass yourself or you gonna end up like the Temecula nigga. Exactly. They argued about Kobe. I never heard of Temecula (laughs) until that happened. I never, I didn't even know that place existed. Most folks had. If, if you, if a nigga would have said something about Temecula to you before that, you'd have been like, is that in Mexico? Yeah, that's uh, Quetzalcoatl's temple, right? <laughs> like, nah, it's a city in California. Like, what? <laughs> Dude, that whole ordeal, like, just arguing online, though, in general, it's, it makes no sense to me. But I think we got different views, you know, when it comes to – we got a normal view. Because, like, obviously, you don't, you don't have to say anything. Like, if somebody talking tough to you, it's like, 
my pride isn't damaged. Right. Just because I don't want to go back and forth with you don't mean I'm pussy. <laughs> <laughs> We're typing on the keyboard to each other. Right. Like one, one of us has to act like they're not 16. Bruh, I, exactly. I'll gladly be that person. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'll gladly be the nigga to just let this shit slide. Because yeah, he don't want to act like a child with another child. Because <laughs> like, I guess they try to impress people. I don't know. Yeah, they, they love that shit. I never understood that. I always try to tell people, like, quit fucking coming online and trying your best to impress some motherfuckers who wouldn't let you sleep on their couch for a week if your whole <laughs> okay. life fell apart. <laughs> yep. Like, if you lost everything, all these niggas you trying to impress... I ain't going to do that, but make fun of your ass. <laughs> yep. Because soon as you ask for a dollar, here go this nigga asking for a GoFundMe. All right. Now you you another joke. <laughs> it ain't my fault your house burned down. <laughs> exactly. Broke ass nigga. <laughs> yeah, ain't got no insurance. Like, you know, that check don't come in five minutes, right? Like, nigga, I just lost everything. I got my car, nigga, and that's because it wasn't in the garage. Yo. Uh, don't you sleep in the car then, nigga? I ain't come sleep on my couch. <laughs> this is crazy, man. Hey. Hey. Uh, I want to say something, but I just don't want to get canceled, man. I don't want to get canceled, man. I don't, don't want to get canceled, but damn. It's a lot of them GoFundMe's, man. Where I just look, I just read them shit and be like, but that's too damn bad, and then I just keep scrolling, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, my, my problem with it is that too many people treat that shit like a like a savings account. Yeah, like GoFundMe has taken the place of of any form of financial planning on yeah. people's part. Like I understand raising money for a charity, even if that charity case is a person. I don't mean that in a negative way, but. Mm. That's just some shit I can't be privy to. If yeah. it's some shit that you could have done something about. Like, you can't just keep GoFunding every time you need some money, goddamn. <laughs> like, you gotta still put $25 out of every check in the bank or something, <laughs> my nigga. Like, you can't can be coming place. in every month and you be like, listen, I need help getting groceries. Like, bro, this ain't EBT. <laughs> exactly. Just go get some stamps, my nigga. You can't keep coming online every month. Every time you need two hundred fifty dollars, you yep. gotta get another job or something. because yep. you know it's the folks, folks they give, which I applaud, salute to y'all that willingly give you money away. But you know when you start getting scammed, you can't come back saying, "Oh, they they got me for a hundred, they got me for two hundred. You gotta live with that, man. Exactly. I, I, I support the taking advantage of stupid people. Oh, yeah, for sure. So for it's sure. just most most instances when people get scared, I'm just like, you deserved it. Like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> you fucking, yeah, I gave all this, my money to this guy I played Call of Duty with. He was supposed to invest it, and now I'm out eight Gs. <laughs> Can you help? They're like, no. You beyond helping, my nigga. You 36 exactly. years old, and you got scammed out of damn dear 10 Gs by some random nigga on the internet. Nah, ain't no G's. helping you. <laughs> now you can't even pay for your Xbox Live. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Part of that going to the old Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I need, I need uh, 7900 back for my savings. 
and uh, I need a hundred back for my Xbox Live. A <laughs> hundred of this will be going to my Game Pass. <laughs> like, nah, oh, fuck shit. you, dog. Like, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> fuck you. Like, seriously, man. Like, dollar up, man. Just get get some sort of life insurance, car oh. insurance. Just show me anything that suggests you got some form of a nest egg. <laughs> Shit. And maybe I help job out. job application. Anything. You know? Like, niggas is hiring, man. Like, you can do anything right now. You can shovel some snow. But now, it's, it's just winter, like, every time something happens, niggas is on GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. It's fall back, they fall back plan, bro. <laughs> I, I don't get it, but... Like, oh, my grandma died. Help us pay for the funeral. Like, it's got to be 119 motherfuckers at your family reunion. You telling me between 119 of y'all, everybody can give in $50 and bury grandma. Oh, they, they already know. They ain't going to get it from them. Seriously. So, or just, who, who or the just don't. To scam? Or just the don't stranger. bury her. But please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bury her loose. <laughs> like a goldfish. <laughs> Grandma in the backyard like a fucking hamster, nigga. Hell no. Stop opening the GoFundMe every time something, this this thing called life happens. <laughs> like, <You're> right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Every time, I mean, it's just, I mean, literally every damn time, though, somebody dies, somebody gets in the car accident. Well, it's time for a GoFundMe. Can you call the family first and try to get the family? You know, put up a thing, a posting at your job. Maybe somebody will slide you some coins there. Something like that. Stop capping on the internet, begging for shit. Please. Shit is nuts. Nobody want to hear that shit, man. That's why I, like, that's why I always laugh. post stupid shit online. I love like going online and just and posting my cash app and shit. Be like, hey, I need a hot dog. <laughs> 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 you ever get your hot dog, though? You ever get your money for my shit, hot dog? Man? Yeah, I have got somebody doing that. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> I need to do that. I got my shit on my profile. I'm to do that. <laughs> just, just to see what, just to have some fun. <laughs> But you can't. Well, just pay for my Chick Fil A for a day. Anything, you know, just yeah. have some fun with it. But you can't just keep coming on every time. I know times is hard out here a lot of times, but you got to start calling family, the bank, get a loan from anybody other than coming yeah. on the internet every time your car pops a tire and being like, "Well, <laughs> need a new need need a new set of tires." Anybody? You know, I had a blowout, I wrecked my car. Like, bro, you ain't got no insurance? Nah, we ain't got no insurance. You got, got no way to work. Like, we, we did this two weeks ago, my nigga. Like, you got <laughs> to come up with a better plan. <laughs> and then we just fixed your transmission in April. <laughs> now we got to fix this. <laughs> now we got to <laughs> fix this. Nah, man, you got to get a second job or something. <laughs> that, shit turn, that shit turn you conservative real fast. Like, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, my nigga. I can't keep fucking... <laughs> Can you just not go to Chili's one time a week and fucking open a savings account? God damn. Oh my God. You got to stop buying coffee. You got to stop packing a lunch. That way you can fix your transmission. That shit go out of here in two months. Oh 
You can't keep go funding that this motherfucker. This shit ain't no scholarship for life. That's <laughs> how people treat it like that shit a scholarship for living. Treat something like a scholarship, man. Scholarship fund, man. I need a new apartment. GoFundMe is open. Uh, No, no. But you know, it ain't gonna stop till folks start contributing. Now, there are things, let me stop and let me say (laughs) once again before I get canceled (laughs) that, you know, for certain situations, if you can vouch that it is, you know, true, of course, do what you do with your money. But for this person randomly saying this, <laughs> like, can can you please loan me twenty five racks? <laughs> Eat a dick, man. Yeah, please. Eat a dick, big time, big time. Yeah, man. in any scam that is your fault, you fail for. You'll get no help with that. Exactly. Like I remember this, this some old lady got scammed by fake Bruno Mars on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> she got scammed. Her and Bruno was in love, she said. They had been DMing for a while. <laughs> and uh, he he asked her to send him money so he can leave his tour and come be with her. Because he couldn't get paid if he wasn't going to He ain't had a cash on him. So yeah. she sent him a couple thou so he could come. I think she was in Texas. And she was like 61. And it was just like... I don't mean to sound insensitive, lady, but we talking about Bruno Mars. <laughs> um, he's he's a world famous entertainer. He got mad bitches, and I ain't saying you don't look good to be sixty. But, <laughs> but what bitch you look like though? He's saying that you can't be sixty and you know get a nigga Bruno Mars is age yeah. or the way he look or whatever. Yeah. I ain't saying you're ugly, but. Bruno Mars ain't leaving the tour for you, bitch. You can't. <laughs> Bruno Mars ain't in love with no damn boomer. <laughs> and Bruno Mars damn sure don't need your fucking 2500 to get to Dallas. <laughs> like, oh, my he God. He performed at the Super Bowl. I think he can get to Dallas. <laughs> I think ain't about to leave. This thing ain't abdicating the throne for your ass. <laughs> This nigga about to give it all up to go to Tyler, Texas and live with some 61-year-old Dollar General cashier. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking, what the fuck is wrong with you, lady? Like, you don't deserve none of that money back. You an idiot. Idiot, bro. Like, Bruno Mars don't know nobody ain't related to him that's 61 years old. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> all the, the people is a scam though man that's why I say all the people on Instagram really this nigga DM'd you <laughs> Jesus not Halle Berry it's like it's a lot of old fine chicks he could be hollered at there's exactly. a lot of retired supermodels in California <laughs> <laughs> this nigga hit up Naomi Campbell he dm some fucking Stucky's waitress in goddamn <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dallas, Texas, to leave she all this leave. behind. To be, if you just give me twenty five by twenty five hundred, I can get oh. there. There's <laughs> so many gullible people on this earth, but 
I, I just I just don't understand how she thought that was that was plausible. She really thought that was the real Bruno. Like, lady, you're not even supposed to know who Bruno Mars is. <laughs> you supposed to be like who? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> Salute to her though. Salute to the folks that get scammed. If y'all can Mars move through it. Love. <laughs> Salute to y'all, man. You ever been scammed before? Like anybody ever got you out your money? Whether it be like a dollar, five dollars, anything like that. I halfway got scammed uh, buying mushrooms for the first time, <laughs> but we got <laughs> our mo- we got our money back. Though. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I ain't never been scammed. I, people have tried to scam me. My my first official job was at Foot Locker yeah. when I was fifteen. Yeah. And I had a scam artist come in there one day. And tried to do the the change thing on me, mm. so I had to, I had, they bought something. I had the register popped, it, and then they started giving me money to change for them. And it's a quick, it's like a it's a classic scam. You can make about fifty sixty dollars on it, but if people ain't paying attention, but you know, I, yeah. I just want no regular fucking fifty year old kid from Norwood Boulevard, nigga. I, <laughs> you know, they just hustle me, like, <laughs> right? You know, dumb kids. And they was like, yeah, here's a hundred. Yeah, let me get that back in twenties. Okay, here's 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 two of the twenty back. Let me get that in ten. And they're doing that kind of shit. Yeah. And then it got to the point where he tried to get me. It was like, I need the fifth. I need the the fifty back. And I was like, you gotta. You want change for a fifty? You gotta give me fifty, nigga. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I had him. I was like, you gotta give me fifty money. I already gave it. Like, nah, you didn't. And I went right back through all the steps that just happened to show that. Like, nigga, I'm on to your Thorough. fucking. Tra- I know what you're doing. <laughs> Thorough. Salute. Uh, yeah, you I know? ain't never. I ain't never been scammed out of no money, man. <laughs> I tell you this, man. This is a weird-ass story, but I got scammed out of $20 one time <laughs> for being hungry. What? <laughs> yeah, bruh. So I pull up to this random-ass gas station, right? It's late at night. got to be about 9, 10 o'clock. So I see this young white chick with the Krispy Kreme donuts. Not not the ones from the actually Krispy Kreme, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about the gas station. <laughs> with the, the ones with the clear plastic top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry as hell. So I'm like, okay, she's selling on and it's kids bar. <laughs> but this is the thing, it's a white chick with two black kids. <laughs> I should have known something was up there. <laughs> but me being me, <laughs> I walk in the gas station, go get my gas, yeah, let me on pump. Whatever. And then I see her. I'm like, oh, shit. get 19 on pop six of the black and mild. (laughs) 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 Oh, you got, you selling donuts, by the way? Yeah. So she like, I ask her, how much are the donuts? So she like, oh, I give you a dozen for a 20 if you, you know, help our cause. I ain't even asked what the cause was. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, sure, yeah, because my, my mind focused on the donuts. <laughs> I get this lady, goddamn $20 bill. I'm walking out with some cold-ass donuts. <laughs> little kids, little black kids, talking about, thank you, mister. <laughs> I turn around. It's a whole scheme. Her pimp, literally her pimp, walks by. 
and gets the money from him <laughs> as I'm walking to my car. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to be the dumbest nigga on the planet right now. <laughs> but I ate the donuts. It was cool. You paid $20. Cold, $20 for $5 worth of donuts. Yes, bro. From a gas station. Yes. And the money was given to a pimp. Yes. I mean, I got to I gotta salute the pimp for being nice enough to not put her back on the stroll when she had chlamydia. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, You know, you hear a lot about how cold and heartless pimps are. But yeah. it's real nice that he didn't force that lady to get out there with the burning, itchy pussy. <laughs> yeah, he just had her, you know, uh, on, a, on a nice little scheme with kids. Yeah, just went out there you with know, his nephews. See, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you go, you go make some money tonight, bitch. You might not be sucking and fucking. That they got money from. <laughs> I feel horrible. I, I, I felt so stupid after that, <laughs> but I learned my lesson. You know, that's why I don't give money to folks now. It <laughs> <laughs> literally taught me my lesson. <laughs> Finesse out of damn $20, bro, for some cold-ass donuts. <laughs> so rough spot to be in. That's a rough spot. It's fucked up. You got scammed, but... You got scammed, bro. In the, in the grand scheme of things, you really helped out, man. That lady could have been out spreading chlamydia. They're getting beat in the true. face. Hey, said, niggas just like, you going to make some money tonight one way or the other. I understand <laughs> you sick. I don't want you breaking down my brand. So just get, sell some donuts. Come up with that blueprint, though. Yeah, sell some other than this. <laughs> I had so many questions, man. Like, where they get the donuts? <laughs> Probably like that where same gas station. Where these <laughs> My dumb ass, man. <laughs> Never again. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. Yeah. I ain't never been... I probably... I mean, that might count as a scam. I've given people money at gas mm. stations and shit before. Just being nice. That's different. It could have yeah. been a scam. One time a lady tried to force me to give her a ride. I didn't like that. Didn't like no, hell no. Like <laughs> You're not getting in my car, lady. I didn't like that shit at all, though. Fucking yeah, East, East Nashville. It gets crazy. I was at a goddamn... I, mean, I was at a gas station. I was gassing up. And, you know, classic meth out white chick walked up mm. and was like, you know, which way are you headed? And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Wait, this is what she led off with? <laughs> yeah, she was saying, which is like, excuse me, which way are you going when you leave here? I was like, why? <laughs> She's like, I just need to ride right up the street. And I was like, nah, not if happening. If it's up the street, you can walk. You know what I'm saying? I was like, nah, it ain't happening. And then I went around my car to get in, and when I unlocked the door, she got in my fucking car, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And what? She, and she was like, I just need you to take my. I was like, get the fuck out of my car, lady. Like, are you insane? <laughs> like, what the fuck? You could have powerbombed her. I'd have been completely in within my rights, though. Yep. She, she could have got fucked up that night, man. Yeah. I was like, man, this is insane. Like, I ain't, nah, I ain't got time for that shit. I can't imagine that. Damn. <laughs> yeah, shit was freaky. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm not. Please get the fuck out of my car before we both get in trouble. Because 
I ain't just gonna let you sit here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you said, like you about to get power bomb, lady. Like I ain't just gonna get out. You ain't no B. I ain't about to just get out the car and wait or call the cops. You about to get I don't know what you capable of. <laughs> exactly, man. That's insane, bro. You about to get I fucked can't, up in here. <laughs> I can't fucking make the audacity. But you know, you then again you said meth head. Drugs take over. Oh, she bro. was definitely out of it. Yeah. She was definitely out of it. It's weird that the the way that type of shit affects your brain and it just makes you so abnormal that you think it's everybody else that's crazy. Like, yeah. I wouldn't dare jump in anybody's car. I would get in a random person's car. Like, I ain't never in that high or drunk. Yeah. Just a random nigga at the gas station car. Like, lady, you live it very dangerously. And I don't live like that. <laughs> Just because you okay with riding with a stranger up the street. I mean, I'm okay with giving a stranger a ride. Get the fuck out of my car right now. <laughs> yep. I'm with you. I'm rolling with you. For sure. <laughs> nah. Motherfuckers is wilding out here, dude. Hell yeah. And it's only getting worse. Like, people is just as crazy as at any point in world history. <laughs> like, yep. Like it's, it's like living in Pompeii right now. Like, every day they, is like a fucking volcano erupting. It's they're like entitled, a out you know? the entire world. <laughs> yeah, bro. They're entitled as hell. They, they, they truly feel like they run this planet, they run this country, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, motherfuckers will not shoot them. Like, we have the same guns y'all got, bro. Man. Like, for real. Shit is you nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you walk in the store, they don't like something that you do, or they just feel inclined to call you nigger. <laughs> this is where we at. Like, I'm just shopping in public for some damn croissants. <laughs> I'm here for the same thing you here for. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm trying to go to Publix Bakery just like you. All right. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. What are, you, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's the shit, though. They, they ask you, what are you doing here? Like, none of your fucking business. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why I'm here. Right, like, who are you, John Publix? Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Can I help you, you with something? <laughs> First of all, people in a public shirt would ask me that. This is a grocery store. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, trying to help me find those shirts. <laughs> like you don't even work it. The fuck you care if I need help for it? Just leave. <laughs> nosy as hell. Like especially being down south, though. Like you can attest to this. You've probably just been minding your business, and some random white person will just start talking to you randomly about <laughs> some bullshit, <laughs> and then you trying to shake your way out of it, and it's like. I really don't know you. Why are you talking to me? I'm just trying to buy my items and go. You know? and, and, and it's worse when you're in the checkout lane. That's why I love self-checkout. I ain't got to talk to nobody. 
And truth be told, that's why I hate going to Publix now. Because <laughs> they're the only folks that don't. Well, I think they, they added self-checkout now. But it's like, oh, did you find everything okay? If I didn't find everything okay, I wouldn't be in <laughs> Right. I think I'm done looking for shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't about to let me hold this line up. Like, oh, I couldn't yeah. find this. Oh, I'll go get it. Cool. Well, I'll just sit here and wait for you for 15 minutes. <laughs> and I know they truth. I know they don't want to talk to me for real. And that's cool. <laughs> like, I'm not going to snitch to your boss that you didn't say, hey. <laughs> I'm not going to do none of that. Just bag my shit up and yeah. let me go. Publix is like the moles of fucking grocery stores. Yeah. I've noticed that. Every yeah. time I walk in Publix now, somebody screws up, welcome to Publix. Like, all right, man. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> yeah. That welcome to Moles shit, the first time I ever went into Moles, that shit threw me off. <laughs> because I walked in, they screamed at the top of their lungs, welcome to Moles. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even know what's on the menu. <laughs> and this is what I'm greeted with. That shit gotta be tiring. I couldn't do it. Nah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, I don't like that kind of shit. Yeah, like, you gotta be chipper for yeah, eight hours like, a day. It's just not, it's just, it's just too fucking much, though. That's why I wasn't good at that job at Foot Locker, because yeah. I couldn't do that three items to the bench shit. I just yeah. didn't, I I wasn't getting paid enough. I don't care about Foot Locker's bottom line. Yeah. I mean, retail is the worst anyway. <laughs> retail was terrible. I worked at, mm, yeah, I said, fuck it. I worked at Target. Yeah. Yeah, Target Target yeah. was ridiculous. I mean, it was cool because I didn't give a fuck. You know? <laughs> I was straight out of high school. <laughs> I still don't know how I didn't get fired. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. It, the amount of shit that you know, me and some other folks we did, it's like ain't no way we should have a job. Fucking right <laughs> unloading the truck at six in the morning, playing fucking Gucci in the truck. Fucking off! Oh, I feel you. Yeah, I used just, to I used to bag no groceries way. in high school with Birmingham's current mayor Randall Woodfin. For real, bro. Shout out to Woody. Randall used to bag groceries at a western supermarket up in the festival when oh, we was at high school and and when we would have to straighten and restock at night all of us would we would throw shit from our aisle to the other aisles and try to hit each other mm-hmm. so every time I see Randall doing mayor shit just like me and that nigga used to throw cans of peas at each other <laughs> <laughs> that be the eye opener stuff, man. Like you get older and you seeing these folks, you know, they in prime time positions, and it's like we used to do this. Yeah, yeah. We used to do the dumbest shit, but yep, in high school, yeah. me and the fucking mayor used to be throwing bags of chips and anything all <laughs> over the store at each other. <laughs> retail was definitely horrible though because it's like you the the amount of things that they had you do for the amount of pay you were getting just didn't make sense like 
we talking back when minimum wage was what seven dollars. <laughs> if that, and they want it's you still to seven dollars. <laughs> that's, that's a sad commentary on the American yeah. wage problem. Is that yeah. you calling back in the day <laughs> when minimum wage was seven dollars? It's like yeah. Also, current day, it is $7. Yeah. And when I said back in the day, I'm talking 10 years ago. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God, man. Yeah, minimum wage still in the $7 range. <laughs> that shit is nuts. And motherfuckers, they, they pissed that somebody at McDonald's wants to get paid 15 and those people still don't shit. get it. They still don't get it either. Like, not only is the 15 not enough, but I passed by Burger King two days ago that had yeah. a big sign made that said, paying $11 an hour. I was like, that's not... Hell you, nah. Bro, you still don't get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they asking for 15 which ain't enough, and you still like, how about 11 Like, bro. How you lowball 15 <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs> Pure fucking greed, man. Yeah, man. It's depressing as hell out here. The greed like, in capitalism is insane. Like, I I got a, a first-hand experience of that shit. Coming out of high school, the first two years out of high school, I, I used to intern with Merrill Lynch. Because mm-hmm. I, want, I wanted to be a financial planner. And that's where I learned that our economy was complete bullshit. Because, like... <laughs> yeah. The stock market and shit is such a weird ass backwards ass hustle. It's yep. a it's a place where you could become a billionaire and then completely destitute in an hour. And at yep. no point did any actual goods change hands. It's a <laughs> it's a weird place where you can make one decision and twenty million dollars appears out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah. Then you make another decision and forty million dollars is gone. It's just like you just gained twenty million dollars and then lost forty. Nobody wrote a check or nothing. Like nobody <laughs> put anything in your head. Just a number popped up on the screen and you was twenty million richer and then another number popped up and your ass was filing for bankruptcy and nobody yeah. gave anybody a shirt, a ink pen, nothing. It's <laughs> It's so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, man. And now adding to the, you know, to the weirdness with the, not only crypto, but the NFT space and all of that. Jesus. It, it's and I, so much. And I love them scamming rich dummies like that. Yeah. I support selling NFTs. I don't support buying them. But I say if you can, if you can separate some idiot... <laughs> From $150,000 for some picture you don't actually have to give them, by all means, take that $150,000. Exactly. (laughs) My whole thing is, I want my people, I want black folks to get in on that shit, man. If we we gonna run it up, I want us to run it up too, bruh. With the swiftness. Before this bubble bursts. 100000 for a damn JPEG. I need that. I need that, man. Yeah, NFTs and crypto, all that shit is so weird. Yeah. But I love it. Keeps getting some dude just lost all of his apes the other day. <laughs> I saw that shit. <laughs> he was hurt. They can say he lost his <laughs> life savings. It was just like, 
My nigga, you put your if, if you put your life savings in apes in any shape, form, or fashion, you deserve to lose. Yep. <laughs> you banked on apes, my nigga. Like what? <laughs> what what A year do you think it is? <laughs> like, A picture like, we all can post. Like I don't care if it was real apes. Like yeah. you lost all your money on apes. <laughs> you fucking deserve that. <laughs> you think you Tarzan? Like the fuck you gonna do with apes, nigga? Like you fucking. You deserve it. Real apes, digital apes, uh, alphas, whatever. You put all your money in the apes, you deserve to lose it all. It's weird times we in, man. Where a motherfucker can lose thousands, thousands upon thousands of dollars, revenue just in the blink of an eye. Off some digital art. On on some fucking Roblox. Eight-year-old yeah. bullshit. <laughs> like, losing all your money on NFTs is like when a child accidentally charges $6,000 to the parish credit card playing Fortnite. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just like... It's true. Your, your, your kids shouldn't have access to your money. Like, your kids should be in a position to make that mistake. Yep. <laughs> and if you lost all your money on eight pictures, my nigga, like, what you want me to feel? Sorry for you, like... You invested in eight pictures, nigga. You deserve to be destitute. You a fucking yep. idiot. You yeah. could have flipped a house or something like that. <laughs> Fuck. Eight pictures? When you like, just it's, own it's a source crazy, code? Bro. <laughs> it's like you you started, you know, you, you can start off with the whole trading card business. I was cool with the trading cards, though. That was kind of cool seeing that. I still got some it, old cards from my collection as a job. I'm turning that shit up, man. I got Pokemon <laughs> cards and shit. I got Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't know if they do that, but, you know, Pokemon <laughs> cards from goddamn elementary school. Uh, yeah. But at least but you actually have something tangible in your hands. Something yeah. that you can say, I have this thing that's worth $500. Give yeah. me $500, I will hand this shit to you. Yeah. <laughs> and not no fuck. I got the thought of a Pokemon card in my head. <laughs> it's yours for $10,000. Like that's, that's all the NFT is, is you buying the right stuff, thought, yep. that anybody else can think. <laughs> and it's having, it having a digital signature. <laughs> that's all. A digital receipt. Shit is man. so fucking stupid, though. That's Fuck what I'm that. saying, man. I, I just, <laughs> as as dumb as that shit is, man. I just want my black folks to buy in on this shit. If you if you gonna dive in on it, I just want y'all to eat. Oh, I'm not saying I, I don't want to. I've been playing like, the crypto right. game since it dropped, and oh, I I tried that. I, I lost too much. <laughs> you didn't lose your life savings, though. I ain't lose my life savings. <laughs> that's man. all. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that fucking matters. Like I ain't fucking put no twenty thousand dollars into the shit, and I ain't made twenty thousand dollars. But yep. I haven't lost any of the money I put in, and I've been nickeling and diming and making things here and there. Yeah, that's good enough for me. I just want to be. I just want to get my beak wet. You know what I mean? I ain't, <laughs> yeah. I ain't trying to be greedy. Get toes to, in it a little bit. I ain't about to be like these niggas out here taking out no damn second and third mortgage and fucking putting four hundred thousand in the crypto and then being eight hundred thousand dollars broke. <laughs> like, hey, bro, I'm about to lose my house because of this coin. Like, do you hear what you just said? Like, you, and de- too you deserve it. You deserve to lose your house. You bet it all on some stupid coin, nigga. I'd rather lose my house in an actual coin flip. 
then to lose that shit, <laughs> then to lose that shit on some fucking crypto coins. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's some shit that somebody can easily say, okay, it's worth this much now. <laughs> Yeah, like at least in a coin flip, you ain't broke. You just yeah. don't have your house no more. <laughs> but you ain't lose a million dollars in cash. <laughs> oh, man. Man, nigga called Tails. It came up Tails. I got to move. <laughs> I got to move. But I ain't got to fucking work myself to death trying to pay back no damn Caldwell Banker. Because <laughs> I took out a second mortgage on a $500,000 house. If you're spending that much on that shit, man, like you said, yeah, you deserve everything that comes with it. Can you believe, can you believe, like, what, two years ago, I heard about Dogecoin, right? And it's a meme coin. Right. And I'm like, that shit ain't real. None of y'all finna eat off that shit. I don't know why y'all dealing with it. Tell me why niggas was in my mentions a few months ago. Talking about, what was you saying? Like, they, was running up, bro. they took that chance, though. Yeah, and they now I they like all the fact that y'all remembered that I said something. About right? This. Oh, they that's bulletin board material, nigga. You was you was like talking shit from the other locker room, nigga. They, <laughs> they circled that game on the schedule. Like, nigga, wait till this shit go up 16%. I'm on that nigga fades ass. (laughs) Who ain't gonna make nobody, nigga? I just got 800 more dollars. Fuck you. (laughs) I ain't even gonna lie. I I wanted to, you know, kind of put my buddy into it a little bit. I (laughs) I saw that line going up a little bit. I'm like, ah. Maybe I can do something. Like, you gotta be, gotta be a little more open to new ideas, man. I remember yeah. when Bitcoin first came out, and mm-hmm. it was just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember when that shit was going. I remember when that shit first dropped. I remember like seeing a thing about how like you could buy that shit was worth nothing. It was worth like a fucking penny yeah. per coin, and like motherfuckers was like selling that shit and doing it. And I was like, I want to do this, but I don't even, this shit don't sound, this shit sound like some shit out of fucking Game of Thrones. This shit don't seem real. It's <laughs> fantasy. Yeah. And I think back on it, man. I'm like, bro, if you just spent 20 nothing, the same bro. $20 you got scammed out of on donuts, you'd be like, shit. you got like $300 million a day <laughs> if you'd have bought fucking Bitcoin 10, 12 years ago when that shit was nothing. <laughs> You would have had it made, man. And that shit shot up to $60,000 per. Like, bro, that shit used to be worth a penny. Niggas was giving that shit away in 2008. (laughs) I felt so bad. I felt like I think think it's a German dude that, uh, that he's locked out of a fucking... Nigga locked out of a hard drive with like sixty million dollars worth no way. of Bitcoin on it that is encrypted. Oh my God. So he's been trying to get into it, but now he's been like working with like hackers and shit from across the globe because the way the <laughs> encryption worked, the nigga only get a certain amount of failures before that shit just basically self destructs. 
So this nigga's this got nigga. like a thumb drive with sixty million dollars on it, and he's got two more chances to crack it. And he cannot remember the past. So he's working with like top computer scientists around the globe to hack into that encrypted piece of shit. Cause that nigga got sixty million in the palm of his hand, and it'll be zero if he fucks up two more times. And that's that's this torture. This living in a Mission Impossible storyline. That's, that's real torture, though. It's kind of the way, like, I think it was the the Romans. What they used to do to their enemies was they would handcuff them, and then during interrogation, they would make them swallow the key. And it, oh, and it symbolized that the key to your freedom was inside you the whole time. So if you don't tell us what we want to know, you're dead. (laughs) You have to die knowing you could have stopped this. And that's the situation that nigga's in. Like, bro, you got 60, you got retirement and setting your family up for life in the palm of your hand, literally. But two more failed passwords and that shit is going to melt in itself. (laughs) Then that's got to hurt, though. (laughs) Because you know when he get the one left, he just not going to touch it ever again. He just going to have $60 million in the safe that he can't ever open. And that's, that'll make me fucking put a bullet in my brain. <laughs> right. Right. Like, that's, oh my God, dude. Like, the amount of pressure to do that shit, man. One try. <laughs> you, you gotta make that into a movie yeah it's gotta be like a mini series or something that's some wild like, shit though like I got a thumb drive right now it's got like 109 songs and 15 Nintendo games on it <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got a thumb drive with 60 million dollars on it <laughs> and he can't get into dude. it that shit gotta Man. hurt. That shit gotta stay. He just he's had to watch Bitcoin just grow and grow. <laughs> like at one point that nigga had like thirty thousand on it. And that was enough to be like open it up. Yeah. <laughs> shit is now peaking. And nigga had like sixty million dollars worth of Bitcoin on the fucking hard drive. He can't do nothing with it. He got an auto porter contract, but you know what I'm saying? Man. Like this nigga is set. <laughs> This nigga's living in Bow Wow's lottery ticket right now. <laughs> that nigga's living lottery ticket. <laughs> the fact that he hired you know, all these people across the world to fucking <laughs> like try to crack this code, man. And ain't nothing they can do. Dang. Like that's actual pain. There's so much pain, pain, Like it's a true testament to like the greatness of encryption. But this is definitely one of those times where you wish a crackhead would have encrypted your shit. You're like, I need need this shit to be very easily breakable into. Because this shit sucks, dog. I'm glad it worked, but I'm also, it's killing me that this shit worked. It's a classic, like, double-edged sword. Like, the the securities work. Like, nobody can steal your 60 million, but also you you can't can't get into it either. A big joke. That shit awful. It is. It is. It's like it's the fucking. It's it's the Joker. It's fucking. You yeah. don't know how I got these scars. <laughs> <laughs> like I know that nigga want to watch the world burn. They just like yeah. cryptos about to crash. You like good, G- good. <laughs> like who cares, <laughs> dude? 
can you imagine that shit on the brink of destruction, crypto as a whole, and then he find that shit on like a sticky note, <laughs> and it ain't worth nothing. No more. Fucking Bitcoin did drop down to worth zero point zero 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 nine eight six of a cent. <laughs> Well, you could get it to it when it was sixty million, but now that it's nine dollars, you go for it. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yo, ain't even gonna lie, man. I had to. I'd be cussing up a fucking store, bro. Screaming that nigga, did, at that the nigga sky. did everything right, though. He got his shit. He got his coin. He mined. He bought. He stored it. He got it encrypted. That nigga did. He waited. He held on to it till it was worth something. And now it's worth less than when he bought it because he can't get into it. <laughs> oh, God. It's like having 20 million shares of Blockbuster stock. You know what I mean? It's just like, bro, that shit worth less than a penny. You can get you about $200. <laughs> Get about two hundred dollars for you are the majority owner. You own ninety nine percent of Blockbuster. Blockbuster did that shit to themselves. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that Blockbuster did that to themselves, man, they laughed Netflix out the room. Laughed them out the room. Said they ain't gonna be shit. Here, Netflix come talking about. We need y'all office chairs. We need (laughs) the TVs. Everything y'all got, we taking that. Destroyed theirs. All I thought about when I found that out was like that's the same thing that Yahoo did to Google. Mm -hmm. They tried. Them niggas tried to sell Yahoo. They tried to sell Google to Yahoo when they first kicked that shit off for ten million dollars, and they was like. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. This is the dumbest thing I ever heard of. <laughs> Didn't they come back? They uh they double backed again. Oh, they, was it oh, they, oh they came oh yeah who came back. <laughs> Google was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you now. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, we got some traction. It's just another, you know, people. People have been making them type of decisions forever. I mean, you know, yep. Will Smith turned down the Matrix to do Wild Wild West. That's that's insane. That yeah. He chose Wild Wild West instead of being Neo. Uh, that's how George Lucas made all his money on Star Wars. You yep. know, Star Wars was over budget. He he created all those special effects techniques himself. It was yeah. groundbreaking, and the studio was like, "This nigga's nobody. This movie is stupid." This shit is over budget, it's over time, and that nigga called a meeting for merchandising, and they was like, nigga, you ain't gonna sell one t-shirt, so, you know what, take it, you can take all of the fucking merchandising, we don't give a fuck, and that nigga makes more money on Star Wars merchandise than all those movies combined, yep. that nigga makes like $2 billion a year off Star Wars merchandising. Man, and they laughed his ass out the room. It was like, take it, you just take it. We don't fuck you, Joe. You never go work in this town again, let alone sell some damn toys. <laughs> Nigga, this your last movie, so yeah, you can take yeah, have all the money from the eleven shirts you gonna sell. <laughs> <laughs> 
That nigga been making bids off this shit since day fucking one. <laughs> That's the best fucking story, though. Like, to, to, to have that as your life story. Like, yeah, they laughed me out the room. Now I can buy all of them. Oh, yeah. People do shit. I can That's, buy everything. That, that happened to uh, Rumble and Junior's dad. That happened to Rumble and Senior. Yeah, I heard he, he gave Don Cornelius the money for Soul Train. Mm-hmm. And instead of staying in it, he was just like, this shit is stupid. He was like, give me my money back. He mm-hmm. said the story goes, his dad hemmed Don Cornelius up and said, quote, Nick, he said, don't nobody want to watch niggas <laughs> dancing for hours? <laughs> and he took his name and his money out of Soul Train, and that shit went on to be a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> On one end, I can't blame them though, especially in that time. Niggas weren't dancing. Like, I mean, you had some, but we talked. We said we. It's, yeah. it's like too far from segregation, you know. Yeah, man. Black people right. on TV, especially <laughs> just dancing to their own music, is a gamble. <laughs> yeah, a gamble. niggas weren't happy like that, man. <laughs> Uh, 1965 or whatever that was, nah, man. Shit gets rough, man. Uh, that happened to one of the founders of Apple. Yeah. He cashed out. Before Apple hit it big, he was like, I, I'm i out. And that shit was still in the garage. He was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm out. And he took his little money. Now, it was a nice amount of money for the time. Yeah. You know, he got him like 80000 for what he had. You know, he bought him a fucking, you know, a 600 Benz, you know. <laughs> got him a Rolex. Yeah, it was a little bit, you know. Yeah. If he'd have stayed in, oh, <laughs> that nigga would have been worth billions. <laughs> Bruh, that happened to somebody at Amazon. And the crazy part about this, we heard it from their child. Because they made a TikTok about it. <laughs> it was her mom. Because he was at basically... You can call it the round table of Amazon uh, at the beginning. You know, he was one of the founding fathers of Amazon. So he was he was good. And he would have had to move out, I guess, to Seattle, wherever Amazon was based at the time. Yeah, it was in Seattle. He, yeah. So I guess his wife was pregnant at the time. Mm. Wife is like, we're having a child. We can't just up and move like that. They don't move. He stays. Amazon grows into this big fucking conglomerate. The daughter is now 20-something years old, and she's like, Mom, I hate you. <laughs> we could have been billionaires. Did her dad leave her mom? <laughs> nah, I guess they're still together, but hey, I wouldn't blame them, because what the hell? That's some wild shit. But I mean, yeah, in, her, in her defense... Who would have ever thought that a fucking online bookstore would become what Amazon is? Yeah. Who did that Jeff get... Bezos would have become? When it, all that nigga did was uh, the Amazon was literally an online bookstore. That is I it. I remember. Nothing I else. I remember. Yeah. Who could have ever thought that nigga would grow up to own the Washington Post and fucking 60% of all commerce? Yep. That's an insane growth. And to run all of like web services for everybody AWS. in the fucking world. Yeah. That's why it should be comedy. Where folks be like, we need to boycott Amazon. You literally can't. You can't. Not right not at this point. <laughs> not if you, you can't. If you stream, you can't boycott Amazon. <laughs> if you do any type of web work, 
<laughs> like any online work that uses Amazon's online service, like you cannot. Killing it. That's yeah, that's, that's why that, when they went down like last money. week, it was yeah, it, it was a wrap. You know, <laughs> folks, they they felt the power of Amazon when they couldn't log on to fucking clock in. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Bezos is uh, yeah, Fuck he's a, he's he's evil. Fuck that nigga, man. He's evil. But, but at the same time, it's like you you got enough money to fucking get. Who who you give the, all that money to? Was it a uh, dude from CNN? What was name? Yeah, I think yeah they brought a dude from CNN and yeah gave him some yeah. loot. Yeah, they uh, gave him like it what? Was it Van Van Jones is that who it is? I think it was yeah Van Jones yeah gave him like a hundred million. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's wild. That that you could have enough money for a hundred million to be a drop in the bucket. <laughs> like, you made a hundred million in a second. Yeah, you know I'm saying like, like I can't imagine just giving somebody ten G's right now. Yeah, <laughs> this nigga just dropped a hundred mil. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Do with it as you please. I don't need it. Nah, you, you got to get. That, I ain't looking honey, for it back. <laughs> If you fuck it off, oh well. Good luck. <laughs> that's nuts. That's that's. I need insane. that type of money, though. Don't we all? Don't we? I need that, man. <laughs> like that's that's the type of money where you just you just laugh at everything because it's mm-hmm. like everything is fucking funny. Like somebody asking you for what fifty dollars, <laughs> you giving niggas five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Just calls, <laughs> just calls, just buying shit. Like yeah. I, I need fifty dollars. Like here's a house, <laughs> sell that <laughs> if you want here's to. Here's a Bentley with it. <laughs> <Not fun. laughs> yeah, write it off on my taxes. Like that nigga's going to space for fun. That's yeah. Man. You can't really, you can't really hate on that. <laughs> like, he taking celebrities to space, bruh. Nigga sent Michael Strahan to space. <laughs> Michael Strahan, like did he already go? Like that already? Yeah, happened? it already happened. He oh damn, I missed it. Michael Strahan <laughs> in space, like that's that's real money. Yeah, that's real. That, that's how you fuck off some money, right? Yeah, <laughs> just sending football players <laughs> into space, like that's the old that's the uber billionaire version of lighting cigars with a hundred dollar bill. This nigga yeah. sent a football player into space. <laughs> space, not flew that, not gave that nigga a jet to go to California. Yes. He flew a football player to fucking space. <laughs> you know what? He can fucking drop his nuts right now and just take the whole crew. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw, all of them. Just had him do a live Fox broadcast News, from space. Fox NFL <laughs> Sunday from the stratosphere. <laughs> Fucking like they're not even going space to do nothing. They literally yeah. going just to be like, I was in space, and they're yeah. coming straight back down. Just coming straight back. That shit. It, it takes months of planning, and they up there for like what twenty minutes. And it's so much money, so much money Dog. to just be like, yeah, fuck it. I've always thought that when I watch movies, it's like these niggas just flipped a Ferrari. Like you, yeah. Just, 
Yeah. Like you couldn't just get an eighty-five Ford Escort and then spend a thousand dollars on a Ferrari body, like just a fake yeah. body to put on it. Like no, we we bought a real three hundred thousand dollar car and then flipped it. <laughs> and it's all in the name of budget, right? It's in it, the budget is just three hundred G's to throw away on a car we go blow up. But bro, you could have just came in real tight on a toy fucking Ferrari and blew that up. Yep. <laughs> like, I was watching uh what the was it the new yeah, it was the new Jurassic Park. It was it wasn't the uh the second new one, like the sequel. Uh-huh. It was like that very first one. Mm-hmm. And that entire movie was sponsored by Mercedes. Right. <laughs> they had G Wagons blowing up, G Wagons, bro. That's, like, that's a hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah, like man. you could just buy your boy a Kia Sophia. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you can't just get one less G Wagon and just hook me up with a 2004 Kia Sophia. <laughs> Running that shit to the wall for for a fake dinosaur, right? And you can't do that shit in one take. So when you see one G wagon fucking crash into a wall, I mean they crashed seven of them motherfuckers. They just crashed seven G wagons into a wall. That puts everything into perspective, bruh. That's why it's like, I know there's some money out here, bruh. There's money out here for everybody, dog. It is. I, I thought about that watching uh, season two of The Tiger King. Mm-hmm. And just seeing rich white people who you don't know. <laughs> like, that's one, that's one thing that, like, white society has figured out is how to make so much money on dumb shit nobody would ever think. I'm talking, it was solid rednecks. Yup. Wrapping private jets and limos in Joe Exotic. And like, where the fuck did you get the money? Motherfuckers rich, man. But like, let, let alone to wrap jeans. the damn private jet. Where'd you get the money for a private jet too? Like, I'm gonna wrap that bitch with Joe Exotic's face. <laughs> Yeah, and then we fl- we flying to L.A. and then we flying to New York and then we flying to Canada. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Who is this nigga? He looked like he worked at a Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Bootcut jeans, fucking leather chaps, <laughs> all that shit, man. Right. It's crazy. Some big stainless steel and turquoise skull rings and shit. Yeah. They got them Happy Z outlet jewelry and shit. <laughs> These niggas is out here. These niggas out here super damn rich. It's just more limos than you see at the Oscars, nigga. I'm like, yo, this dirty nigga looks like the most homeless fucking backwoods redneck you ever seen in your life. And this nigga's right around in a stretch Hummer with Joe Exotic's face on it. Like, what the that fuck? was the funniest <laughs> shit, though, like... When uh when Buddy thought he was getting pardoned, oh. and he had the limo outside, he had to walk back into his cell. He was sad as hell because he thought he was getting out. And they just got that type of money to waste on Joe Exotic. <laughs> on getting one of the most guilty niggas on the planet out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we spent $6 million on this campaign. It's like, why? <laughs> And how that whole that whole entire ordeal though was ridiculous because how you beefing with a woman with 
with other animals. Like y'all have an animal beef, bro. Like I real, think I think it's weird that she ain't that. in as much trouble as the rest of them. The, yeah. the biggest thing I learned from watching Tiger King was that private zoos are terrible and animals shouldn't be kept in cages. But it's okay if yep. you call it a rescue instead of a zoo. Because that's all I think. <laughs> that's all I think when I see Carol Basket is like, you got a fucking private zoo with big cats in cages too. Yeah, and the why cages are they the bad guys? Right, and it's like, why are they so horrible for doing that? But you're good. It's because she calls hers a rescue and not a fucking zoo. It's they like, be going all insane. the loopholes, bro. <laughs> that shit ridiculous, man. Right. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I gotta gotta find a way to get in on some of this uh, this nothing ass job richness. <laughs> yeah, man. That white people be on. I've been trying, man. I, I think I got my finger to the pulse, man. I'm just. <laughs> You know, I'm just sitting here spectating. Right. Whatever I find out, I try to pass on the info I can. About to open up some weird ass sock fucking factory. <laughs> <laughs> and just get rich than the motherfuckers. The sock like king of the South. <laughs> like, it's a chick that was selling farts. Yeah. You know, she was selling farts, and now she done converted back to the NFT. Like, yeah. Fart NFTs, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just random money to make out here, bro. Yeah, it's so much. It's so much. Yeah, and I need to. I need to get in. We need. We gotta. I need some random bread. business. Yeah, like yeah. um, like one of, one of my homegirls uh, recently invested a couple thousand into portable toilets. Which is some shit you never thought to invest in. But yeah. she she bought like this trailer that they use on movie sets and construction sites and shit. So it's got like a shower, uh, you know, a chemical wash station and two toilets in it. And you never you know, I never thought about like, yeah, those people have to rent those for somebody. And she's one of those people. And she uh -huh. and she hooking it up because, you know, she does production work on movies. So and she's the person that they asked to do things like find us some toilets so she can paint on the movie set on the front end and the back end. I was like, yeah, that's fucking genius. Yeah, salute to her. <laughs> for sure. She know, she know what to do, man. Would have never it. thought they invested in a fucking toilet. <laughs> but she got a fucking porta potty thing set up, bro. And that motherfucker stay rented out. <laughs> niggas got a shit yeah. man and that's how she found it throw, that's man. how she found it just at work and just saw it it was just like I wonder how you get into that and yeah. boom found one for, she saw one for sale and just jumped on it and now she is ridden that toilet out to anybody who want that motherfucker that's I was like that's fucking genius yeah. <laughs> definitely is yeah <laughs> you got like when it comes to making Money like that. Sometimes you do gotta think outside the box, man. Mm -hmm. Think outside you the box. You gotta go to weird places. Up. I mean, that's how yep. Jordan got all that money from private prisons. Like nobody would think <laughs> that fucking prison could be. You could just open a prison like a goddamn taco restaurant. <laughs> but apparently, you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's yeah. big fucking business. <laughs> Business is booming. Oh, it's nonstop booming. 
because here in the freest country on earth that uh, spends all his time fighting and, and putting down terrorism and authoritarianism, and we have the most prisoners on the face of the planet. It's very, right. <laughs> it's a very dirty, little swept under the rug kind of secret thing. <laughs> it's just like, we don't support authoritarianism. Uh, why do you have more prisoners than anywhere you've ever fought on the planet? Like, don't worry mm-hmm. about that. Next question. <laughs> yep. Don't let it get to the, to the questions of why are nonviolent offenders still spending their entire life in prison? Right. Right. <laughs> in hardcore fucking serving hard time. Yeah. And catching staph infections in these dirty ass. <laughs> Like, do prisons not have to have a health rating? I thought that's what you had to do for that any, shit any place that any place that has bodies and food and shit. <laughs> I thought there had to be a health inspector. Apparently not. In prison, you could just it could just be filthy as fuck. <laughs> shit, you seen the food they serve them? They be serving them one green bean and a mixture of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <and oatmeal. laughs> Yeah, I think that think KFC got the the idea for the famous bowl from prison because that's <laughs> that's how prison serves food. They just dump all that shit in the same spot on the tray. Like, Here KFC you go, buddy. gotta go to hell. Man. <laughs> yeah. They serve the double down to people. <laughs> they, they I think legit, that was I the beginning of the all. end. I think that was the beginning yeah. of the end for our society. Two chicken patties with some cheese. Well, the chicken is the bread. I I knew it. I knew it right then. I was like, I don't know where we headed, but it ain't a good place. Yeah. Because that makes no fun. That's that's such a fat and also a, like, I'm broke thing to do. Like, that's the sandwich you make at home (laughs) when all you got in the kitchen is a slice of cheese and two chicken patties. And you're just like, that's going to have to be the sandwich then. I'm going to have to reverse engineer a sandwich that is not what a chef is supposed to be making and I use the term chef loosely and we talking KFC but no food no restaurant should be serving no damn it's a cheese sandwich but the bread is made out of meat chicken patties man you can buy that at an actual establishment they set the course they set the course yeah. for the wild foods that come out now. Like it's been all bad ever since then. <laughs> dude, Taco Bell serving wings, man. We gotta talk about that. Now, man. now, me personally. Uh, oh no, no. <laughs> I'm a man who has traveled internationally. Mm-hmm. I'm a man that has traveled nationally, mm-hmm. and I've been to California. Mm-hmm. I've been to Texas. I've been to food trucks. I've been to Mexican people's houses. Mm-hmm. Taco Bell makes the best Mexican food on the face of the planet. I'm saying Get it. Get the fuck I'm out of here, I'm calling it. Man. There's no better Mexican food. No. Than Taco no. Bell. Especially tacos. And no. so, and as a person who fully supported McDonald's Mighty Wings, I am very excited about Taco Bell's wings. Matter of fact, I got a text last night that said they're better than Mighty Wings. So, oh my God, I'm very excited. I'm I'm glad to meet meet a fellow Mighty Wing lover. There's not a lot of us out there. (laughs) Yeah, Mighty Wings were excellent. Like, I I try not to let folks, you know, know about my food taste because I be sitting on everything. (laughs) But 
Yeah, man, them Mighty Wings, bruh. They had something going. They were so good. And so I'm, I'm pumped. McRib, I'm pumped for you no know, McRib. No, the nah. McRib is the shit. Come on, there. Nah, that's squirrel meat. Bro. Hopefully, that's what the Taco Bell wings is made out of. If <laughs> they make as the fucking McRib, I'd be very excited. I'm pumped. I oh. want these Taco Bell wings. I'm gonna get some today. Okay, let it, me know how they are. You're anti Taco Bell and anti Taco Bell wings. I'm not anti Taco Bell. I eat Taco Bell. You They're just, just not the best you Mexican just won't food. Acknowledge on the that it's that's the blasphemous. Best. Everybody knows it. It's just people because it seems blasphemous. Most people won't say it, but I'm willing to go Martin Luther and 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 tack up my 95 thesis about why Taco <laughs> Bell's the best Mexican food. I'll, I'll be a martyr. I'll take the hit. Oh my god! What is your favorite? Uh, your I guess your favorite item. From there. My favorite item is the nachos bell grande. No beans, extra meat, and cheese, and sour cream. That's my order, too. Uh, I'm, I'm still waiting on them to get their uh, the Doritos Locos shit together and make one out of the nachos bell grande. Because that's something I was doing for years. I would order a nachos bell grande with no chips. Yeah. And then just buy some Doritos and eat it like that. So when they came with the Doritos Locos taco... I was like, this is awesome. But the next logical step has to be the Nachos Bell Grande Dorito. And they didn't do it. And I'm still upset Damn. about that. <laughs> you need to get in the board, a board room or something. <laughs> That's right. Get on the line. I need a meeting with Yum Brand. We need to talk about the Doritos <laughs> Locos Nachos Bell Grande. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. You know, the, the uh, what is it? The uh, the chicken quesadilla. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like my go-to. It's quick to eat. I can yeah. eat it while I'm driving. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty hard to eat the Mexican food in the car. Yeah. All that <laughs> damn salsa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I'm pumped. I'm ready. I want it. I want sure. those wings. I gotta have those wings. Please hit me with the Taco Bell wings. <laughs> Let me know how that shit is, man. If you say they, if you say they cool, I ain't even gonna lie. I'll post a picture with me with them. I'll buy some if you if you vouching for them. I'll buy some. Okay, I'll eat some. I'm gonna hold yeah. you to that. I'm gonna get my yeah, wings. Get ready to post you. that pic. <laughs> And I asked for it. It's not an unsolicited. It's not an unsolicited <laughs> Taco Bell wings pick. Yeah, we've agreed that he for, to see that. So it's it's, it's, agreed. it's, 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 it's all gravy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell tell the people where they can find you online, bro. Yeah, man. Well, shit. You can find me on Twitter. Shit at Fade Corner. That's where I talk my shit. Is where I, you know, just talk my thoughts see the stupid stuff I, I I read and look at and interact with me. Shoot, I'll interact with anybody, man. Just hit me up. I, don't know. I appreciate you coming on the show, Big Dope. Yeah, man. I appreciate you with the opportunity, man. It was fun. Amazing. I hope I can do it again one day. <laughs> Soup with the ambassadors, and I'm in the hallway.
folks welcome back to uncle rod story corner it is time for the main event your main guest your comedian guest this is a man i met a couple years ago during a broken record show in nashville when we broke the world record for world's longest comedy show fun dude good dude uh does have a podcast out there he's got an album out there you can hear it on sirius Exit radio all the time. Uh, tours all over, up and down, back and forth. From Illinois, living out on the West Coast now. Best hot sauce in the goddamn game. Oddly enough, was recently talking about your hot sauce and that merch in Huntsville. And listed as the coolest merch a comedian can have. Ha ha hot sauce. Please welcome... Dave Yates to the program, baby oh, boy. Man. It's good to see you, man. Uh, yeah, that Broken Records show, man, you and Joe were doing the stink hole hour <laughs> late at night, man. And that's that, that was my first, that was our first meeting was the fucking stink hole hour. And, uh, I mean, honestly, I still keep in touch with a lot of those fools, like just, you know, throughout careers and travels and shit, because it's like, for those of you who don't know, the Broken Records show is just basically like comedian summer camp where everybody stays awake for ungodly amounts of stage time that's it that's that's how you know how sick comics are it's like who wants to do an eight day long comedy show only comedians <laughs> only comedians you gotta love it love it or leave it comedy is like america <laughs> love it or yeah, leave it. America. Love it or leave it. that's true man some people like some people approach me like i don't know if i want to do comedy anymore i'm like then don't quit just go stop just quit yeah, get out of the way go please. go away <laughs> you're making it harder and worse for everybody else it's just yeah you're just just taking up dead that's like taking up space man like i don't like i ain't against someone who is a hobbyist you know what i'm saying but what I'm against is like, if you're in the way, like be be useful, be helpful. Like, and if you're not going to be useful or helpful, get the fuck out of the way. And that goes for six months in the comedy or fucking thirty years in the comedy. If you're if you're not an everybody eats guy, get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, that's that's a fact, man. Like, I think a lot of hobbyists get a bad rap, but they there's, sure do. there's they nothing shouldn't. wrong with hobbyists who treat comedy like the literal definition of hobby, like. The people who just do it the same way they would building model trucks in their garage. There's nothing wrong with that. If you just like to come out to an open mic once a week, do some comedy, and then fucking get some crystals and go home, that's fine. But the hobbyists yeah. who pretend to be actual comedians, those are the yeah, people that are in the fucking way. <laughs> Yes, stay in your lane and know your like. I've met some really great hobbyists that have real great day jobs that are supportive of scenes. They run little shows, like they just they just do it for the love of the game. All right, but then there's the hobbyists that are going to come in and act like they're God's gift to comedy, and then scab scab to work and, <laughs> right. and, 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 and scab to work is a union term um you know where it's like you got people that aren't aren't that are working for for peanuts you know and and taken away from everybody else who's trying to do this shit like for example like say there's a room that's a 50 dollars spot 
And a hobbyist that comes in is like, oh, I'll do it for 20 bucks and two Bud Lights. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't, don't, don't scab out the work. You right. know what I'm saying? Just because, just because you can survive on two Bud Lights and twenty dollars, that's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But don't scab the work. You're, br- like, you're bringing and, everybody else's value down because what they see and, is if they see one comedian who's willing to undercut like that, they don't think of that person as undercutting to get themselves some work. They think, oh, I'm paying comedians too much money. Everybody whoa. is willing to do this for twenty bucks and two Bud Lights. And it's exactly. like that's not that's not how it works. The other hobbyists I yep. hate is the people who uh the people who aren't good at it and they don't go to enough open mics or hang out with enough comedians to get good, but they just always show up to showcases with zero talent and are just begging to do five minutes. It's just like once you just get good enough to get fucking booked and stop coming into everybody's show and can I please do five minutes? You're getting a comedian to work for free. It's like, no, you're terrible. Either get good enough to get booked or just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and at the end of the day, we're all just, uh, well, I wouldn't say all, but like the people that I fucks with are people that are just trying to get better at the craft. And that, and that is, that's the bottom line. If you care about getting better, a lot of that other stuff just happens. Because if you're concerned about getting better, like you're not really concerned about fucking someone over or taking someone's spot or like, you know, it's just, I mean, it happens a lot. Uh, in, in 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 any scene where it's like you've got a sustainable day gig, congratulations! I worked a day job for fucking eight of my eleven years, to nine of my eight, maybe yeah, eight of my eleven years doing comedy. So like I, yo, it's not a day job. It's not the people with the day jobs. It's just like, do you respect the the craft of comedy, and do you respect the people that are like trying to do it differently than you? Like in terms of like. I'm trying to make a living doing the thing I love most in the world, which is telling fucking jokes. Right. right? And it's just like, I have a bunch of hobby friends that are just like, man, I, I, I love working on my five, my seven, my half hour, whatever. But it's just like, I'm never going to do it like that. Like I'm never going to go on the road. I'm never going to, you know, do it. Like, so it's just like, they just support the people who are trying to do it. And it just goes down to the bottom line of just, you know, are you building everybody up? Are you, everybody eats? Because if you're taking, if you're taking spots for no pay, away from comics who are trying to work like you're scabbing and you're not everybody eats because just because your stuff is taken care of you know what i'm saying it's just like and and it's like a lot of comics are selfish fucks and that's just that's just what happens whether you're a hobbyist or not it's just you know if nobody learned anything over the past two going on three years it's just like man look inward try to do better for those around you you know like be teaching you how to make money doing stand-up doesn't take bread out of my pocket. Right. You know? Yeah, we need we need more of that. It's the, the reason it's so hard in, in comedy with, with dealing with people is that I say this all the time when I'm talking to other comics. Like comedy is a catch-all for all the society's rejects. And that's whether you're a comedian or a person in the audience. Like Dude, a comedy it's scene, the, it's is the island with, of misfit toys. It's, it's filled yeah. with some of the worst types of people, and some of the best types of people. It is literally yeah. everybody and everything you could be in this world. They are all found within the confines of comedy, and yep. you end up dealing with a lot of fucking jerk offs. One hundred percent. Yeah. But 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 there's also a lot of beautiful people out there that 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 are just as funny as they are kind. So many. And that's great it, people. man. 
That's but that's just be just be funny and try to be as kind as you can. It's like it's like do no harm but take no shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. like like I I I don't have a problem with being kind to people, but I also I'm not going to swallow the shit sandwiches. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, fuck comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Love comedy, but also fuck comedy. <laughs> fuck comedy. Yo, and that's it. Have you noticed this too? I, I've, been, I've been toting this around and maybe you can agree or disagree. I think some of the funniest comics in the world, you know, don't really think super highly of themselves as comedians and some of the worst motherfuckers on the planet think they're God's gift to comedy. Yeah. Have you noticed that? That's, that's, that's like 100% true. You can watch someone murder and get off stage and be like, yeah, man, well, this tag and that tag. And so because they're concerned with the work, mm-hmm. you know, but then you got a motherfucker like I never bomb, you know, I never. <laughs> I'm too good for that. <laughs> they, they bomb and you're like, then they come off stage like, did you see that crowd? They fucking suck. They're like, no, you sucked. <laughs> yo, yo, not, I'm going to say I'm going to say 90 to 95 percent of the time it ain't the crowd. I give a little margin of error. Sometimes you're in situations that you have no control over, okay? Like if you're in an environment where like all the lights are on and no one's trying to keep everything, you know, there are, there are factors that that lend to you're going to bomb your tits off and it don't matter how good you are. Oh yeah, the the, big, the biggest contributing factor to to comedians bombing is usually when you're in a bar that people go to to watch sports and they're gonna put a comedy show in the middle of the sporting event everybody comes there to watch <laughs> and, and, and that's my point that's not the, that's not the audience's fault that falls on the comedian or whoever produced the like, show you're going to bomb in that situation because oh, those people wow. do not give one single solitary nope. fuck nope and, and 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 even in those environments, we have a finite amount of time to make decisions. And I'm not always going to make the right decisions while I'm up there. I mean, over time, I my my hit rate is higher because I've got I've got the reps in. So like the percentage of bad decision making while I while I'm up on stage is lessened over time because I keep trying to get better at it. But like I was just in I was just in fucking Naples, Florida. And I bombed my tits off for 28 <laughs> fucking solid minutes. And I was throwing everything out. And I was throwing clean jokes, dirty jokes, recovery jokes, political. I was just, I was throwing the kitchen sink at them. I was throwing the kitchen sink at them of shit that worked on the other shows of the mm-hmm. week. And it's just, I wasn't connecting, you know, what, you know, and I wasn't willing to do fucking what do you do for a living crowd work, you know? <laughs> and there's nothing against that, but it's just like, I'm going to hit them with the jokes and I'm going to do my fucking time like an adult. And I'm just going to take the L. And that's what I did. And then the next night I had two superb sets. It's just sometimes you got to take a shot in the mouth and keep on trucking. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you, were, you were put in a situation where most people bomb. People in all walks of entertainment, I've noticed... Uh, they have a problem going to Florida. <laughs> like they don't Florida. Oh, like yeah. you, you, there's gotta be some great shows in Florida. There's great shows everywhere, but there's something about the people of Florida, especially when you're in that goddamn panhandle, where musician, comedian, ventriloquist, juggler, fucking sports. It doesn't matter what your entertainment is. If you're in Florida and you're in that goddamn panhandle. There's going to be some goddamn freaks in the crowd, and it's going to get crazy. Yep. Yep. 
and, and everybody's everybody's got a Florida. Anybody who's ever worked any amount of the road in the, in the southeast has a Florida story. I mean, shit, Sam Morrill's got a whole Naples, Florida specifically story about this exact club that I was at. So I knew what I was getting into. Yeah, Florida's a wild place, man. It's a wild yeah, place. It, it's like again, it's like the it's like the wild wild west on an island. Like Florida yeah, but is an in culturally Florida's an insane place to be. Yo, I've had <laughs> I've had some phenomenal sets and I've crushed merch in Florida and I've had some really soul crushing wild <laughs> but, but but the the thing is even that I, I bombed for twenty eight minutes and I I, I I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. I'm just not what they I'm just not what they fucking came to see. No. You know, and that's that's still it's so to to your like it's like ninety to ninety five percent of the time it's not the audience. Five percent of the time it's the fucking audience. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, I'll I'll leave a fucking in, in window Florida, in the air. It's reversed. So. In, in yeah. Florida, ninety five percent of the time it's the audience. Five percent of the time it's the person on stage. Well, they, well, well, that's the thing. It's just like you know what they you know exactly what they want, and are you willing to compromise what you do up there to give them what they want? That's right. If you want to kill it in Florida, guaranteed. All you got to do, you want to go on stage. You want to break out some biker coke, which is just meth. You want to break out some biker coke and do that off of a hooker's titties. Standing ovation every fucking time. Every time. It doesn't and matter I, what I, your it, build is. It's a, it's a different. It's a different type of hillbilly. It's a swamp. It's a swamp billy. There's swamp billies out there. It's insane. Swamp swamp billies in cowboy hats and like they're like cowboys. But they're swamp people. But they're bikers. They they've got ev- everything, ev- like everything, spe- all degenerate, specific to every place in America. They're all boiled down into one person in Florida. Yeah, and I, you know, it makes you feel extra bad for like the good people of Florida. Like, there's some good people of Florida, but it's like, bro, like, yo, check 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 your citizens. Like, Oh yeah, love it. I love it. Yeah, Florida's a it's a wild fucking time. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I'll still work it. I, I still gotta get paid, but, but yeah, please, it's like please some, go some shows. Are, some shows lower. you do, yeah, <laughs> yeah, some, yeah. Some shows you just you punch in your time card. You do your time, you know, and, and you like once that clock strikes your 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 set time, you're like, I'm out of here. Absolutely, please don't murder. Please don't murder me. It's only for places with professional sports teams. Should you have high expectations? If you're in Florida and you're going to be in Orlando or Tampa or Miami, it's like, yeah, you can you can raise your expectations. If you're anywhere else, no, don't. You get ready for some wild shit. <laughs> so how so how has your adjustment been over this over this last year and a half of of you know, especially in a place like California, you know, y'all have had a lot of wild shit going on, in in yeah. very much in SoCal specifically. I mean, a lot a lot of yeah, people who, who don't know that area have learned about the rednecks of California. That's you know, <laughs> some some people some people don't get it, and I think you know, as comics, we travel around. A, more places in the country so we get 
the archetypes of people that there are. But some people don't understand that California is a humongous state where there are blips of blue surrounded by red. And like, I'm not getting, I'm not getting political here, but I'm just saying like, People want to be, oh, libtard California with the fucking commies. It's like, bro, like, have you, it's, it's like, it's like San Diego City, San Diego City. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, because if you go to San Diego County, it gets, it gets real fucking yeah. like, yeah, it's LA proper, West Hollywood, like entertainment. Mm-hmm. And then San Francisco. That is it. Everywhere else, there's <laughs> everywhere else there's recall Newsom signs, Trump one flags, like, and it's like, like it's Northern here, California guess, is like Arkansas. Oh, bro, Orange, <laughs> Orange County, Orange County is the Florida Huntington of California. <laughs> you will see, you will see just as many truck nuts and Blue Lives Matter flags in and Orange County. Confederate flags. Bro, and it's like, dude, where are you? But I, but the thing is, it's like it's the 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 reason that we have like a, a like liberal policies or whatever. It's because it's like it's blue in the places where the votes matter more, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like it's look like I I I fancy myself as someone who shoots in the middle like mm. you know like like i just like i believe in in the rights for my lgbt friends I, but i believe they should also own guns to defend themselves mm-hmm. you know so it, but but also it's like people don't understand that on the far right and the far left they're exactly the same like they people don't want to recognize how similar that the extremes of extremists of what, are extremists i say that all the time it's like there's extremists on both sides don't don't think, bro. That there are there's liberal extremists, buddy. They're just as batshit insane as right wing. Yo, 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 yo! And one night in Florida, where I almost bombed my tits off in that same venue, it was a different show. Nothing was hitting for me until I just jokingly was like, you know, does anybody like fishing? And they're like, nothing. I'm like, there's so many Hawaiian shirts in here. Someone's got to be it. And they start chuckling a little bit. I'm like, this is not. I'm like, this is not a trap for me to talk about the president, okay? <laughs> and, and and they start chuckling a little bit more. I'm like, I don't like the president. And they laughed real hard. I said, I didn't say which one, okay? <laughs> and then they started on some Let's Go Brandon shit. I'm like, you motherfuckers think this Let's Go Brandon is some clever shit. Why don't you just say what you mean? Say it with your chest. <laughs> don't Don't hide it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's the problem. Right. It's people people not willing to admit that there's big old piles of shit on each side. Exactly. And and it's and that's it's the same in California too. It's just like, you know, there's some wackadoo shit going on, man, where it's like you've got the most liberal politicians out here making all these mandates and then they're drinking at their wineries en masse. Right. You know? It's it's just like all right, like it's like all bullshit. Do, it's do one thing and say another, but heaven forbid I said that out loud. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, like it's like, dude, I. Then, then now I, you're a Republican. You know, like, yeah. you, yo, you say I, that I, now I was, you're a right you're a right winger. Yo, I was on a podcast and, and I and I shared. I said, look, I'm I'm moderate left leaning. That's just who I am. And someone commented, like, you're just Republican light. What? <laughs> 
Like, I'm just like, yo, if, if, the, if, if, if the Republicans really wanted to change the game, they would find a trans woman of color that's Republican, maybe about 50 years old, that's seen some shit to go wreck house. Exactly. Everybody would vote for her. But notice I said her. I'm not going to misgender someone. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, a, it's, it's such a fucking crazy world we live in where it's a my team versus your team, Okay. And like it should be team human. It should be like on a molecular level. How can I be a best of service to the human beings around me? Because it's so fucking performative. Mm. And the, the left and it's uh, the per, it's so performative. It, it's like uh, a lot of people on the far left. It's like it's the imagery I like to use is like it's me giving a homeless person a dollar while taking a selfie. Mm. Yeah. It's just fucking gross. That's all it is. It's evolved into that, or more so devolved into that. Both sides are so busy picking fights with each other and trying to piss each other off. That's all that's happening. And nothing is... And meanwhile, it, people aren't noticing that. It just means nothing is getting done. I, I, live, I live a little bit off the beaten path near Los Angeles where it's a little bit of like a purple area. And mm-hmm. I took my mom and my brother for a walk for Christmas, like just to, around the neighborhood. And there was a dude with a white truck with a Trump one flag, Trump one. Now two things, one you're unhinged enough to really think that he actually won the election <laughs> and it's a conspiracy or it's just, you're trolling with your life. Mm-hmm. I got, I got no time for either of those right, people. Right, they're both outlandish and outrageous. Just the same as I would feel about someone flying a fuck Trump flag. Exactly. You know, it's just like you, you like literally you're concerned with this fucking human being, albeit a big lump of shit, but like you care enough to fly a fuck Trump flag, you're no different than a Trump one flag. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, but fuck, but fuck me for being in the middle and having <laughs> crit- and critical thought because then people think, oh well, you're well. How do you feel about cancel culture and comedy? I'm like, cancel culture's always been a thing. You want to go back to books? <laughs> These the same motherfuckers complaining about you can't say shit anymore with cancel culture. It's like you're the same motherfucker that were putting the parental advisories on rock albums and rap albums. Exactly. You're the same motherfuckers that further back you were burning books. Exactly. And and still doing it, still doing still it, still doing man. it. It's all stupid and insane. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. Because there's a, because there's an illusion of a separation between <laughs> church and state. People want to use their morals to make decisions for people's lives. It's the same way. It's like it's it, the same people complain about cancel culture are the same people trying to overturn Roe v. Roe v. Wade. Right. It's like. It's like you're trying to cancel a woman's right to get an abortion. Exactly. So it's like this, but cancel culture, it's just like, it's a package, two hard case sounds, if we're going comedy with it, cancel culture. It's very concise, and people love yelling it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just being yelled in, in the face of people facing the consequences of their actions of being, exactly. of being pieces Pre- of shit. <laughs> freedom of speech freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequences if you're a white dude and you want to get on stage and yell the n-word you can do that shit but when you get bricked in the mouth don't look around going i guess you can't it's freedom of speech is not freedom of, 
And you see it a lot in comedy where it's so performative where people are, are like, uh, like it's like it's happened a lot where it's like they're, they're playing to the conservative base because it's where the money's at. And there's money, there's money to be had on that side. There's money to be had with saying, well, I guess you can't, I guess you can't call a queer a queer anymore. (laughs) Yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy. It's performative. That's it's performative. It it, it's it's the same way on on the far left of people being like, oh well, you know, like the whole big Dave Chappelle debate. Do I think his last special was his best? Absolutely not. But he's trying to say a bigger thing than what jokes are trying to sell. Mm. You know? Do I think he needs to lay off the trans community? Sure. But what he's trying to say is like the trans community is getting a little bit more visibility than the black community ever has. I can hear him say that mm-hmm. and still believe believe in trans rights and not think that that special was the greatest. But he's still a phenomenal comedian. Mm-hmm. Like those two things, those two things can exist in a brain. But you know, this is this podcast is going to come out and people are going to be like, "Oh, fuck you, you, you <laughs> transphobe." Dude, I'll, I'll I'll fucking choke a motherfucker out trying to hurt my trans friends. Right? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like those those two beliefs can exist, you know. It's like, do I think he's better than what that special had to offer? Sure, but like I laughed. There was parts that were fucking funny, and you can't argue that shit. I, I, but I, I didn't. I didn't laugh. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't because of the. It wasn't political. I, it I just, just wasn't his there, best work. There weren't any jokes. I don't even remember there being yeah. any jokes in it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was. And, but, I thought and, it was terrible. And, <laughs> would you? Would, yeah. Would you? Uh, yeah. Would you agree or disagree that the same people complaining about the Hannah Gadsby special are trying to lift up the Dave Chappelle special? Yeah, absolutely. Of course they and are. And again, and, and again, there's the there's the the uh, the hypocrisy of it all. Yeah, I, you just, know? I think that we 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 live in an age where people are. People are no are no longer people, and and what I yeah. mean by that is people don't really have any any personalities anymore. People don't nope. have their own sense of self. So what makes them them is the things they're interested in. So they latch onto these things. So they latch onto the things that they're interested in. And they fight for it tooth and nail, and it's just like it's not that serious. Like it's no different than people who are sad and upset and want to fight when their sports team loses. It's just like yeah. this is oh, just entertainment. You gotta you gotta get no. a personality. Nobody slapped yeah. your mom. Nobody spit no. on your baby. It's just the Eagles losing. You gotta relax. Yep, yo, bro, and that's the same thing. It's like it's like being from Chicago. It's like this isn't Cubs versus White Sox. Okay, like it's it. Like some dude came up to me right after the Chappelle special, and I had only watched a little bit of it at that point. He said, "What do you think about cancel culture coming for Dave Chappelle?" I'm like, "Well, that's what that he's canceled. He's can't <laughs> really like if he stop if he never touched a microphone again, his kids, kids, kids would be taken care of. Absolutely. You know, you know. Yeah, I always think just, the funny thing about people complaining about Dave Chappelle and cancel culture is that. Dave Chappelle pretty much counseled himself a long time ago. If you'll notice, Dave Chappelle doesn't do anything. You can't, can't you can't counsel somebody who's 
effectively been counseled already, mostly by himself. Like, you can't, there's nothing to take away from Dave Chappelle. He hasn't done anything other than those Netflix specials in, like, the last 15 years. And and, and the thing is, it's just like, he's just a dude. That's it. Like, he he, he stays on his farm in Ohio. Mm -hmm. And then Netflix sends cameras to somewhere he's doing stand-up. But that's all he does. He doesn't have a big national or global tour sponsored by Pepsi. He doesn't have a bunch of movies and TV shows. You can't cancel Dave Chappelle because he doesn't do anything. Yo, and and there's so many comics that are really fucking pushing comedy to a different level. And it's like, why do we care about what Dave Chappelle is doing anymore? Care care more about, like, I will say this. It's like people trying to cancel, quote unquote, comedians at that level. It's just like, why don't you spend that energy lifting up the people that are doing comedy that you like? Like, why don't you, like, when someone asks me, like, when you, people are like, well, who's your favorite comedians? I never name anybody that's like a gigantic name. Because my first person that I always name is Stuart Huff. You're familiar with Stuart, yeah, right? Yeah, I know Stuart Huff. I, I think Stuart is one of the most phenomenal comics in the game. I'd rather one person... Know, learn about Stewart and go stream all his albums on Spotify or buy tickets to his show, then regurgitate all the comics or already have a big, big name for themselves. Right. I would rather lift up people that are doing like good comedy in my, what my opinion is of good comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause it, that's just my opinion. Right. Uh, it, and it's like, that's where I like, that's where I put my energies. I'd rather put my energies there than, like, say, like, how I felt one way or another about Hannah Gadsby or Dave Chappelle or, or fucking Brian Regan's special or whatever. Right. It's like, they're, they're going to be just fine. If I concern myself with lifting the people up that are making and creating things that I like, then there's less energy d- devoted to that negative shit. Yeah. I, I think that there's a, a lot of things that are horrible that can be done by public figures that needs to be called out and needs to be taken care of and those things will be taken care of but people really got to stop taking so much shit personal and in terms of entertainment because it's just too much like I said it's, it's, it's it really it's just like people who you know every time there's a big sports game somebody gets shot you know, some, some two people get into an argument at some house party about some sports, and it's just like it's not that fucking serious, dude. Like your team lost, that sucks. But you know, let's not burn the fucking house down. It's not that well, serious, and, and, and we need more that, of that, that than everything those, else. Yeah, and, and it's people that have attached their own personal identity to these entities that don't give a fuck exactly. whether you live or die. Exactly. You gotta. You gotta it's, get a fucking life. You gotta get a personality. Your personality can't be fucking the office quotes because the Yo, office will let bro, you down every time. <laughs> like, you can't yeah, live and, on that. And, 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 and specifically in stand-up comedy, stand-up comedy is, is, is my job. It's what I do for a living. Mm. I work very hard to be at the level that I'm at, and I'm not saying I'm the best in the world, but it is not who I am. It is a job that I do that I enjoy. Mm. It's my favorite thing, but it's not who I am. Because when you took it away from me for, for, for the quarantine and the pandemic, I was still Dave Yates. Right. And I was like, what do I do with myself to, to, to continue to grow as a human being and to look at the world a little differently? You know, like how do I come out of this better than when I went in? Right. Just mentally, as a person. Yeah, because it's a lot, man. That's been, it's been heavy. I know it's been yeah. and heavy for you. 
because I know you've been uh, you've been in recovery for years, and yeah, you know, yeah. kudos to you. For, I've been raw dog. I've been raw dog in life. <laughs> I've been raw dog in life for ten years, bro. Yeah. But that's okay. Like, I, it's I don't fault anybody who needs to do whatever they need to do to survive. Like, smoke yeah. a little bit, drink a little bit, drop I, a little I've acid. To, I've, I've spent will... a lot of time checking on on my friends, especially the ones who were in recovery when. When this pandemic hit, because it's got to be hard as fuck to stay sober and and fight those demons in a world where everything's on fire and you're stuck in a room. Yeah, I mean, the uh, for the 12-step community, which I don't think it's the only way to stay sober. It's just the way that I, the path I chose to stay mm-hmm. sober. Like, we migrated. The, I still go to Zoom meetings from the comfort of my own home. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, we I had a group of people that we met every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at, like, 9 a.m. my time. And it was the, it was the only thing that was consistent in my life. Mm-hmm. And we talked about what the fuck we were doing and how, how bad our heads were. You know, like, seeing my therapist online. Like, it just – I had to do and I continue to do what it takes to take care of me so that I'm good to y'all. You know, right. like if I don't take care of me, I, I, I can't help you. Exactly. You can't, you can't, you know, and that's, you know, I, bro, would I, would I, would I love to smoke a J and drink a little beer and fucking kick back? But I, I, my body doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I gave up that privilege a long time ago. Right. And, and like, it's, it's not that it's not easy, but it's like knowing myself enough to know I use this analogy. If I was allergic to peanuts, there'd never be a day where 10 years from now I ain't had no peanuts. And I'm like, mm, I'm going to see if this peanut doesn't make me swell up and convulse. It's, it's, <laughs> but, you know, like it's like you ain't going – if you got a peanut allergy, you ain't going into the Thai food restaurant willy-nilly and being like, yo, do it up with that peanut sauce. Right. Like you're, you're, you're careful <laughs> with it. It's the same thing with me. 10 years removed from alcohol and drugs – I just know if I take the shit, it might not be right away, but my life is going to go back to that dismal fucking place. I'm just better this way. And it doesn't mean y'all need to be like me. It's just I figured out enough about myself to do it. But like, you know, I've been doing jokes on stage. It's like, you know, I've been taking the pandemic to the fucking jugular, man. Like, it's just like y'all were y'all were buying up the fucking toilet paper and the fucking (laughs) And, and the sandy wipes, but you're leaving the jugs of wine plentiful. <laughs> That's real, man. That's real. Yeah, Damn, I know that that, that had just... to be heavy for people to not come, well, uh, for... to, to not drink or not smoke or whatever when when they when they're fighting that craving already because this this pandemic has been horrific. It's the perfect excuse too. It's yeah. a perfect excuse. You ain't got to be nowhere for nobody. You get a little money in the mail from the it's government. Stuck like, in the house it's, doing it, fuck all. It's, uh, yeah. But Bad from, news, from, in and out the whole day. <laughs> the, hard, the hardest part for me is like I'm also a workaholic. So it's like, mm. you know, like I, I experience a lot of loss, just like a lot of people. But, you know, like my father passing away, my first sponsor committed suicide. I lost a lot of people in 2019. And I was driving 100 miles an hour, diving into work. And then when the pandemic hit, it's like I slammed on the brakes and all my shit hit the windshield. Mm. And throughout the pandemic, like, I had to find a therapist because I'm like, I don't, I, I have to now. I have to face everything. Yeah. Like I was, I was, I was using work to to numb out. Yeah. And 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 
I, I, I had a choice to make. It was either continue to numb out or face it and try to be better. And I don't fault anybody who relapsed over the pandemic. We see a lot of people getting – I see so many people getting sober in the yeah. Zoom room. Uh, uh, you're better than I am. Either, either, if I was still out there, there would be no fucking way. But people, it's just a different world out there. Man, I'm seeing people get 30 days, 60 days, a year now sober. And all they've ever known is 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 recovery through the screen. Yeah, that's a that what what a beautiful thing, you know. Yeah, that's all this this pandemic did for like everybody was, it forced everybody to have to look in the fucking mirror and listen to that voice inside their head because there was there was no more distraction from it, and there was nothing else they could do but face it, and so. It's been bad for people who have been running from that and couldn't take it, but it's also been good for people who were running from that and found out they could take it, and they had to They had to finally face that shit. A lot of people who needed to slow down were forced to slow down, and so that's been good. It's been like a completely double-edged sword. There's only been two sides to this coin and nothing else. It's been people stopped and got way better, or people who stopped and got way worse. And you know what? I've I've leaned in to some of my worst behaviors, like before. Mm. You know what? I mean? So I know what that is. I know what it is to just like, like, well, fuck it. This is who I am. I'm going to drink myself to death. Mm. I've leaned into that, and I'm very grateful that I'm not that that way anymore. So I don't I don't fault anybody that's done their best to to fucking just get through the days. You know, yeah. we lost a lot of people. Like, and I'm just you know. Like fucking millions, a hundred thousands of people, COVID fucking deaths all across the board. But you know, also that no one wants to talk about is like so many overdoses have happened. Yeah. Because people, people don't got people anymore and we all need people. And when you, when, when, when human beings as creatures need each other as social beings and they don't have that, yeah, that's when things get rough, man. You know, so the, the, the opiate crisis didn't fucking go anywhere. Nope. The dope man, the dope man's still serving, you know, and it's just like, you know, yep. You know, like I, my, uh, I have a family member that, uh, about 16, 18 months ago, almost died of a fentanyl overdose, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, I, I get it, man. Like it's fucking painful sometimes to be a human, but there, but there is, there's hope and there's, there's ways out, you know? Absolutely. And it's like, yeah, sorry to be a sad bitch, but like that's just the reality. It's just like having more conversations about like I get it, like I I get it, and like I never tell anybody that the path that I have is is right for everybody. But like when I hit sobriety milestones, I just say, hey, I ain't gonna tell anybody to stop doing drugs because drugs are fun. But if you can't do it anymore and you don't know a way out, you can always hit me up and I'll tell you how I did it, and it right. might not be right for you. Yeah, like it uh, my. My business is all within my hula hoop. I have a hula hoop that surrounds my body as I move through this life, and I can control what's inside that hula hoop. And that's it. Pretty much. That's all you can do. What you drinking on over there? Coffee? Water and coffee. I, <laughs> I, 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 I drink coffee and chase it with water. That's my life. <laughs> that's a hell of a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a productivity cocktail it's like i'm gonna get all jacked up on caffeine and then do none of the things i was supposed to do today 
so what uh so what did you do creatively uh when the when the pandemic hit and you you couldn't go on stage anymore i know you you got a podcast i do uh, so well, I, right yeah me and anna anna valenzuela hosts 12 questions podcast it was her podcast to start and she brought me on to co-host uh she's got a lot of time in recovery and so we were just interviewing people via zoom and like our whole motto for the podcast is recovery isn't just for clean and sober people so we have people that just don't drink anymore we have people that just don't shoot dope anymore we got people who are completely sober we got people who are recovering from anger issues so we interview all kinds of people and like having human contact even via through the screen you know it gave me something to do uh, you know, like, you know, we worked on a pilot for a TV show together. Um, I, I, uh, creatively, like I just, um, you know, a lot of it wasn't really creating as much as it was taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, like I was, I was riding my bike a lot, you know, I started doing intermittent fasting, you know, putting more nutrients in my fucking body, you know, uh, um, just getting through the days the best I could in, in the healthiest way I could, you know? You know, I just, uh, like I was writing jokes and like I was doing zoom shows and I was doing that. I was also getting to work a little bit, you know, and, uh, and you know, I needed to pay my bills. So we were getting some work, but I would get a COVID test before I went out and I would get one when I got back and we were doing shows for like 50 people all masked up in a room full of 250 people. And that's hard, man, because I don't want to be out there, but I also got to pay my rent, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like there there was that also that thing too where it's just like I'm so happy that I'm vaccinated, more people are getting vaccinated. I, I really am hopeful that we're on the tail end of this shit, you know, but we're probably not because there's so many dipshits out there. You know? Um so... so like creatively I just got healthier between my ears. You know, and I got funnier doing less stand up because it was like I realized it 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 wasn't like it didn't make me me, mm-hmm. you know. So like I was just writing little stuff and jotting things down. And man, I was doing like these Zoom open mics with some friends from Boston where we would just talk shit. I was meeting up with comics just to <laughs> zip and zap and fucking bus balls, man. I, I was I was in a Zoom room with a comic buddy of mine, and he lost a lot of weight, but it was like Christmas, so he was wearing like red, and there was a Christmas tree behind him, and I called him Keto Claus, oh Keto Santa Claus, <laughs> and man, just Boston balls, showing love that way, and that's kept the creative juices flowing. Just like staying on the horn with funny people, and just like because talking shit with a creative person that just keeps me sharp. Right. You know, so I didn't I didn't have to I I wasn't out in the open mic scene that was existing in Los Angeles while they were doing open mics outdoors. You know, that's like that's you jerking yourself off like fucking, <laughs> you know, I was able to literally zoom in with some people. And yeah, we're zoom. Sh- I, I've been doing this bit on stage where I'm like, zoom comedy is like smoking resin. OK, like it'll get you it'll get you high, but it's not it's not the best. You know, I'm like. <laughs> How was your Zoom experience? I, I didn't do any Zoom shows. I I was 100% against it. Was fine. <laughs> I was, you know, I honestly, I looked at it like this. It's just like, it's not ideal. But, uh, you know, it's, some people need some sense of normalcy. And like comedy for me, I'm I'm the best version of myself as a comic when I remember that when I'm up on stage, whether it's digitally or in person, and even if you hate my guts, 
You're not thinking of the bills you have to pay. You're not thinking about your relationships. You're not thinking about your job. You think about how much you hate my fucking guts. I'm up there. I'm performing for you. Whether I'm bombing or not, I'm thinking, not thinking about the bills I got to pay. I'm not thinking about my job, my relationships. And in that moment, there's like a mutually beneficial relationship where we're both providing each other an escape that won't kill us. So I just went into the Zoom space going, I'm providing these people an escape. I'm, I just, that's it. It's not great. It's it's resin. It's smoking that hot resin. It's smoking that hot resin bulb that these kids don't understand because you could go buy a fucking joint of the dankest shit you ever find. They'll deliver it to your door in Southern California. You could fucking order weed delivery. That's a real, what a time to be alive. It's just like, how do you get through the days? And two, the Zoom space was really beneficial for people that are like, you know, have disabilities that can't make it. Because the comedy clubs ain't ain't the most ADA fucking. Uh, Not the most uh, accessible places space. on the planet. <laughs> people with people with uh, that are immunocompromised that don't really get out and about. They were able to enjoy some kind of entertainment. To break up their own days, mm. you know. I play play a little video game throughout the pandemic. You know, I still play a little video game. Oh, that's what I did, steam. buddy. I was playing video games and jacking off something vicious. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, you're. I, I want to give you some 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 props. Like you're one of the few people who, like, I'll just tell people, yo, you got to follow my buddy. Narado, he's the funniest motherfucker <laughs> on social media. It's either college sports shit or some of the most deranged funny shit that you'll ever read. Like I read, I read motherfuckers your tweets because they just make me laugh. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. <laughs> that's a good look. <laughs> and so that's so that's the thing. It's like you're just putting it out there. You're create. You're. Creator's going to create, mm-hmm. and it don't matter what it looks like, whether it's a tweet, whether it's a pod, whether it's a Zoom show, whether it's an in-person show, whether you're writing a script. It's, it's just if you're making stuff that makes you happy, you know, talking about your fucking how good your farts smell and that that <laughs> you know eating. But, hey man, it's you're just cre- you're creating stuff that makes you happy, and in in the hopes that one person reads it and get and gets a little bit of uh, of joy out of it. And that's how I treated the Zoom space. It's just like I get it. This is this is not where we want to be right now. <laughs> it's the, it's the same thing. It's the same thing when I talk about recovery. Like I don't expect people to live like I live. I don't talk about recovery for that person who's completely cool, knocking back a few, smoking a little bit. I talk recovery for that one person who just can't do it anymore. Right. And then they hear, they hear one thing I say, and maybe it only gets them through that day. So be it. Like it doesn't have to be this grandiose thing. Right. It can be that homeostasis of like we're just both trying to provide each other escapes that won't kill us. Like this podcast right now, what we're doing. I ain't thinking about the shit that's going on outside right now. I'm just thinking about hanging out with my buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Oh. <laughs> so tell the people where they can yeah. find you online, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Sorry it took a heavy turn. Um, I mean, we, I, I figured we might talk about smelly crevices and, and sticky situations, <laughs> but so, sometimes it's got to be lifestyle. Hey man, this, uh, this is you, the show for everybody and about every motherfucking thing. Yeah, man. But people can find what I'm doing at Yates Comedy, Y-A-T-E-S Comedy, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, like uh, you said uh, in the beginning, like I, I do make and sell a delicious hot sauce as my merch. It's called Ha Ha 
Hot Sauce. That's H-A-H-A HotSauce.com. You can support me directly. I do make it myself. I've been making it the same way for eight years. People really love it. And it's a direct way you can support a comedian trying to pay his bills when gigs are getting canceled. It's, you know, things are wild. So if How you many like peppers you got in sauce, that sauce, man? I mean, I use the Carolina Reaper, which is one of the hottest peppers in the world. I just don't use a lot of it. So mm-hmm. per batch, I I probably use eight teaspoons of this really hot pepper per batch of 12. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like there's less than a teaspoon of this extra hot pepper in every bottle. But because it's extra hot, like it, you get that nice burn without compromising the flavor. So it's orange pear, apple cider vinegar, aroma tomato base with the Carolina Reaper. So it's like if you like spicy, it's like a seven out of 10 heat wise. Mm-hmm. So it's like flavorful and hot. I mean, I've had it. It is delicious. I love it. <laughs> I Thank love you, it. I like that. That's that's one of my my biggest problems with the the heat phase we're in, especially with uh, the ascension of Nashville as a hip city, has pushed Nashville hot chicken into the spotlight, and everybody's serving between that and that show hot ones. Everybody's serving some <sighs> form of Nashville hot chicken in some in some kind of sauce, or just pushing yeah. things are hot, and I hate. That and, and, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack, but I don't like Nashville hot chicken. I because I don't like hot for the sake of fucking hot. Food is supposed to be flavorful, and that's what I like about your sauce, and and other sauces like it is that the shit has some heat, but it's mostly flavor with some yeah, man. hot I don't, on the I don't side. Have to prove I don't it. like this is super hot, like but it tastes like shit. <laughs> don't like that shit. Yeah, dude. Like some of those ending, like people always talk about the hot ones shit with me because I'm making some hot sauce. But it's just like, yo, some of those last couple hot sauces are just hot for the sake. Of, I've tried them. They taste like fucking shit. I, I literally, they taste like shit. Like eating dookie. Yeah. Like not and not even not even in the good way. Like I'm talking like it just it they no flavor bullshit. And a lot of it's just like a, oh I'm a badass. Like I would whenever I go get hot chicken, like I I like a Nashville hot chicken, but I never get the hottest. I always go one below or two below because then it because most places are just oh we're gonna make it we're gonna put more of this hot dust on it mm-hmm. and you can't even taste the fucking chicken. At all, I, I hate that yeah. shit. It's Yuck. awful. Where's the podcast? So get you some good hot sauce. Uh, you can find it on all platforms, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, all that shit. Uh, 12 Questions Podcast. We're at 12QPod on social media. So if you're recovery curious, we welcome all kinds. Like it's 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 loosely based on 12-step principles. But again, like, hey, man, if you're if you're if you're clean from fucking coke or clean from heroin, and you still smoke a little bit, but want to hear a little bit of solution. Join us, because we, we, we take all kinds where we hang. Absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Good yeah. talking to you, big dog. Much much love to you, buddy. Hope yeah. to see you soon in real life. Yeah, absolutely. Stay safe out there. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you laughed. I hope you smiled. I hope you learned something. hope it put you in a good mood or if you're already in a good mood, I'll put you in a better mood. Um, had a lot of fun. Big shout out to all my guests and telling some great stories. It's a real good time, man. Anyway, uh, you know, check back in with us soon. We'll have an all-new episode going. I want you to know I love you, and I, I hope you love yourself and, and love everybody else. 
The number to the National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. The number to the Trans Lifeline is 1-877-565-8860. Hit them up if you, if you need to talk about some things or something's troubling you. Hell, hit me up. I don't really sleep until the sun comes up like a vampire. So hit your boy up, man. If you got my number, call me You know when you need to talk. Text me. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Instagram. Whatever. You can email me at rodforshort at gmail.com. And if you, you're feeling generous, hit your boy with a donation on the Cash App. That's Cash Tag. Dollar sign, Rod for short, R-O-D, number four, S-H-O-R-T. Hit me up on Venmo, at Narado Moore. And uh, I think that'll do it, man. I'll let you.